2: But I think the development of full artificial intelligence will spell the end of the human race. It's a flying object, and we don't know what it is. I would hope is checking it out. I don't know if it was a rocket or whatever, but
0: it be fast, you know, on the direction. they would be to be an I'm glad the Pentagon is looking at this, because if it poses a threat, I want them on top. Well, the craft generates its own gravitational field. He said there guy. The internet has become the command center for criminals
2: and terrorists. 911 emergency. help, please, please, help me! I mean, if all that had happened, you know, that's that's what we're instructed to say. Roswell, Area 51, alien kept deep under the ground. Good evening and
3: welcome to Troubled Minds Radio. I'm your host, Michael Strange, and hello to all of you who may also have troubled minds. What's up, guys? It's Thursday night, which is one of the nights we get together to talk about all the things we're not allowed to talk about. You know what they are? Aliens, conspiracy, the paranormal, the government, academia, the 24-hour news cycle, propaganda, and the general feeling that we live in the upside down. This show is live. We are streaming on Facebook, DLive, and YouTube. We are broadcasting live on the Fringe FM. And as always, ever since the very beginning of this show... We are taking your phone calls. If you want to be part of the show at any point tonight, you can give us a call at 702-957-1037. That's 702 702- That of course is a Las Vegas area code That is where we're streaming from That's where we're broadcasting from And if you don't like the the, uh, long distance there The 702 Las Vegas area code And you're international We have people listening all over the world I'm talking to you guys out there I see you in the chat I see the folks from the United Kingdom I see the folks from Singapore I see the folks from Australia and New Zealand I see you out there We are broadcasting all over the world And if you don't like that 702 Then you can join us on the Discord Discord, which is free. It's a chat client. It's a voice client. You can uh, go to troubledminds.org. That's the official website, and click on the Discord link, and you can be on the show that way as well. Completely free, as long as you have an internet connection. And the voice quality, I have to say, is quite a bit better than a telephone. As uh, we've tested, we have a telephone line, and it just seems to be crap most times. No offense uh, to old school, you know, telephone technology, but uh, things have changed. The world is changing. Can you smell it? Very much kind of like the Lord in the Rings, right? Uh, Lord, sorry, <laughs> I messed that up. Lord of the Rings. You remember that? When it kind of starts, and you've got uh, the Lady Galadriel whispering in, in, in the mists of the forest that the, the world is changing. Yeah, well, it is, isn't it? (laughs) It absolutely is. And so uh, as part of that, technology can be a good thing as well as a bad thing, which we always talk about. But that's not the topic tonight. The topic tonight, like I said, my detractors would say, oh, what are you doing tonight, Mike? You telling ghost stories on the internet? Well, yeah, (laughs) that's what we're doing tonight. We got some ghost stories tonight to tell. And uh, interestingly, uh, Many times, uh, if you go back and, you know, kind of look at historically, uh, a lot of the ghost stories, a lot of the mythologies, a lot of the folklore surrounding ghosts, um, you know, uh, is kind of reserved for, um, you know, the time around Halloween, right? When they say that the the veil is at its most thin, its thinnest, right? That's what they say. That's, uh, you know, as the, the harvest season sort of uh, winds down and uh, kind of the... the the, uh, the, the season of death arrives, meaning, uh, you know, famine and pestilence and uh, people freezing, you know, uh, historically, not uh, not, you know, uh, things have changed quite a bit in, in the last, you know, several thousand years. But you get my meaning. It's uh, Halloween typically is the time for ghost stories. And there's a number of reasons for that. They say that uh, there's, uh, you know, the, the pagan holiday, the Halloween, All Hallows Eve, and that uh, on particular times of the year that the the veil becomes thin. And as a result of that, uh, the ghosts seem to become more um, more visible, more prevalent. They seem to be able to step into our realm more uh, more often, let's say. I think that's probably a good way to put it. Um, I don't know. Like, I'm not an expert in these things, okay? So as as many of you know, I'm not the answers guy. I'm more of the questions guy. And so that's why we do this. We talk about these things so I can learn some of this stuff. Uh, and not only that, learn it uh, for myself, of course, Like like I... Education is important to me. It's uh, it's important to get smarter every day, to learn something new every day, to push yourself, uh, push push yourself every day, and uh, you know just get better, just get smarter, just get uh, you know more adaptable, all those things. And so, uh, kind of as a result of that, I you know I, I find myself looking into strange things, and uh, I think that's okay. It's because uh, for a number of reasons, right? You you guys are clearly listening to this show and to this network and uh, this type of radio, paranormal type radio. Because there, you know, there are important stories out there that come from history that, you know, may be um may be maybe critical to to maybe uh I don't know, a better future, a different future if we understand these things. Or uh, you know, I know a lot of it a lot of it gets written off as hooey or you know, woo-woo or you know, ha ha ghost stories, this type of thing. But I don't know, I'm not so sure. I think there's a a, a number of different ways to look at this and uh so that's the topic tonight uh, as I ramble on quite a, quite a bit here but uh, so that's one reason why I do this and the second is we've always done it live to include you like I stated because I've learned a tremendous amount from the people that contribute to the show in the chat the people that call in the people that are part of this entire thing since we started the whole Troubled Minds community uh, the people on Fringe FM lots and lots of smart folks also please join the discord at Fringe FM slash chat go say hi lots of smart folks over there chatting it up on a daily basis as well. And um, like I said, uh, the community is the important thing here is uh, we get together, we talk about this stuff and learn from each other. So hopefully I'm not the guy educating anybody. I'm just kind of uh, starting a conversation to maybe uh, bring out the things that you guys know about so that uh, we can share them together and have a good conversation here. So so that's the topic tonight. Again, uh, streaming live on Facebook, Live, and YouTube, broadcasting live on the Fringe FM, and uh we 're uh talking ghosts tonight, and so oddly enough uh there's a couple things so like I, like I stated when we started there uh the ghost stories seem to be more prevalent during Halloween, kind of around that time, right, but there are also um, some stories out there that seem to be um, instead of when the veil is thin, maybe to kind of center around uh, like the summer solstice, for instance, which is coming up, by the way, the longest day of the year. And so, we, you know, we have these different things. We have the winter solstice, which is like a, a pagan holiday, the summer solstice as well. And so um, if the particular times of year, uh, the veil is most thin and we can, you know, perceive these ghosts or they're able to maybe step through and show themselves or whatever's happening with that, Particular thing. What about this summer business? Because uh, there's this story. Let's go here. And uh, I saw this actually, and this is what kind of tipped me off to this entire thing, which I thought was fantastic. Um, is uh, this is from uh, lancs.live. dot live, and I'm going to link this as always, and you guys can follow along if you prefer. But uh, so the, the story goes a little something like this. Actually, I'll read it from the article so I don't butcher it. Uh, but. Uh, it's very much in line with what I'm saying here. Is that uh, during a particular time of year, uh, in particular midsummer's day, which is what they call it in the United Kingdom, which is also the summer solstice, uh, these uh, these things, these spirits, these ghosts, become uh, they, they do like a uh, procession. And we've done like a a show on ghostly processions in the past. We talked about the night marchers in Hawaii. We talked about the ghosts of Gettysburg and some of these battlefield things. And we can revisit some of that tonight as well as a a way to discuss this. So the first first question I have for tonight is... um, so. Clearly, we have different times of year that seem to be more or less important regarding, um, what would you say, uh, ghost, ghostly phenomena, I guess, is probably the best way to put this. And so let's go with this one. So this is, a, again, Lanks.live, LANCS.LIVE, dot live Headline is this. The Lake District Fell Haunted by Phantom Ghost Army That Appears in June. Troops on foot and horseback have been seen marching on the fell side at the edge of Blancanthra, Blancathra, Blancathra, according to legend. You'll have to excuse my terrible uh, uh, pronunciation of these amazing old old words here. But uh, but th- this is this is where this comes from. And so not only so I'll, I'll read some of this so we know exactly where we're starting here. But uh, so so as as we go through this, the questions on my mind are are several um, so one, if Halloween and these, the winter solstice and the, the dark times of the year, right, when uh, it's, it's mostly dark outside and gloomy and all the rest of that, uh, is, is when the thin is most veil, what about the summer solstice? What about Midsummer's Day? Uh, because it seems in this case, in this exact case, that something is amiss and uh, these ghosts seem to only appear on that particular day. So here we go. Let's read some of this. I thought this was pretty amazing. And this just popped. This is a brand new article because, of course, they're looking forward to uh, the summer solstice, which is coming. I believe it's June 24th, I want to say. What's the day today? Today is uh, 17th here. So uh, June 24th, they say, is Midsummer's Midsummer's Day. And that's when these apparitions are seen uh, kind of trampling about uh, on top of the the hill here. So here we go. uh, so if legend is to be believed, the fell side of the edge of Blancathra is home to the, the, this ghostly procession that has been witnessed on a few occasions at midsummer. The first time they were seen is said to have been during the evening of Midsummer's Day in 1735, where a servant claimed to have watched a line of soldiers, both on foot and horseback, marching their way across the fell. Just two years later the servant's master and other family members witnessed the same strange sighting which was apparently five men deep. However, many locals refused to believe both tales. But ten years later, on Midsummer's Day evening in 1745, the spirits would be seen by no less than 26 people who were described as sober and respected. And they even testified on oath as to what they had seen. They claimed to have watched a line of marching troops, cavalry, and even carriages traveling along the summit ridge for hours. All right. So uh, not just one sighting, two sightings, three sightings now. And the third sighting, 10 years later on Midsummer's Day evening, again, at a particular time of the year, we start to see these apparitions. Marching on top of the fell, they say. All right. And so as it were, uh, here we go, the next day, uh, southern southern fell was climbed and not a footprint was found on the soft ground of the ridge. Uh, the only logical explanation that was ever offered was that it was, quote, some bizarre mirage or reflection of Bonnie Prince Charles's army that day exercising on the Scottish coast. And if you know anything about uh, the—I'm not an expert, of course, but if you know anything about uh, the United Kingdom, uh, this particular area of Cumbria is in the northwest. I don't believe it's close enough to Scotland to matter. (laughs) I don't know. Uh, Like I said, uh, I'll rely on the people that live out that way to make that determination. But in any case, so here's um, the—let's see, where is the—so I've got the um, the actual— Here we go. The link to this. If you want to see the explanation where this came from, where they where they came up with this particular explanation, it doesn't seem to be any any uh, debunking situation. It just seems like uh, they they kind of toss it out there as a possible explanation. Nobody doing any kind of uh, light in parlor tricks and, you know, lining up some scientific experiments to see if they could reproduce this ghostly army marching atop the fell uh, on Midsummer's Day, Midsummer's Day Eve. Uh, so, so I don't know, like this this kind of got me thinking, right? So not only is this, not only one, number one is super cool story, but um, number two, the, the questions started flowing, right? And, and that's that's what I love. Like a, you read one story and it kind of gets you thinking in some other other terms, some other uh, angles, some other alleyways here. And so back to the questions. Um, and so the questions, there, there's, we have a lot more of these. I, I've pulled out all kinds of stories to talk about tonight. So if you guys get bored, we can tell ghost stories on the Internet because, well, that's always fun as hell, isn't it? Uh, so there's plenty of that. But I wanted to start here because – for for an, a couple reasons. Uh, number one, uh, we have this other guy too. Let's go to this guy. Um, now, there's a guy that actually went out and uh, tried to hike, hike the area and try and find these ghosts. Let's see, where is this article? Here we go. This guy. This is a he, he's a mountain climber, and uh, this this blog is called because they're there, because they're there, right? And basically, uh, it's kind of like a tongue in cheek way to say why he climbs mountains is because they're there. And so this is his blog, right? This is uh, where he talked about actually going out to this particular area, and he was looking for these these ghosts, these apparitions that that have appeared on the hilltop in, in Cumbria, is what as it's called. And so, um, Southern fell a blackanthra. Okay, that's uh, again. Excuse my poor pronunciation if it's it's way off there. But uh, so he went out there and he wrote a, a nice blog post. And this was in January. This is January 25th and back in 2011 when he went out to check this out. And uh, so he, you know, he, he kind of uh, has some nice pictures here on top of Blacanthera, The wind is blowing. Uh, he's got uh, visibility issues. There's tons of fog up there. He's, uh, you know, it's it's a uh, it's, it's it's a lovely a lovely British day in uh, in January, right? As you would expect. And so, uh, unfortunately, he he spent a lot of time kind of uh, uh, looking for these apparitions. And uh, this is the thing that kind of got me and was like, okay, wait a minute here, what's going on? Is that uh, he uh, basically came up empty-handed? And, uh, you know, entertaining blog he's talking about, you know, of course you you get these nature guys go out, they they stomp around and do their thing. And he's, he's looking for ghosts at the same time. It's hard to argue with that, right? Sounds like a ton of fun to me. And so at, at the end of this, at the end of his blog here, he comes to the conclusion. Well, as darkness falls, I lift my eyes towards the fell searching for soldiers. Of course, he's searching for these apparitions. There's nothing up there, but mist foul weather. And encroaching night nothing alive and nothing dead no lost armies no Roman Eagles no scarlet coats heavy with rain no dripping Jacobite plaid might have to come back on midsummer day after all like I have said all along and so so interesting uh, that, uh, you know, he did go stomping around out there in January, came up empty-handed. But uh, I kind of wonder, is anybody out there that's listening, I know we have lots of folks that listen in the United Kingdom, anybody live out near this area where uh, they've maybe heard these stories, maybe firsthand stories of uh, this particular ghost army that was seen marching through the, the fell side at the edge of Blencathra. I'm sorry, Blencathra. I can't say it. Blencathra. And Blencathra is how it looks like it should be said. But okay, so if there's any of you out there, I'd love to hear from you tonight. And that's part of the deal here. Like I said, we start the the conversation and hope that you guys can fill this in and educate me and uh, teach me some things about this. But it kind of gets me thinking, right? So not only – so that's number one. The first thing is, all right, so then if we have the ghosts that show up at particular times – uh, how about if there's particular places now? So we, we've kind of talked about this uh, in not not so in depth in the past, just kind of in, in theory and postulation with some other things, even UFOs per se. But uh, so think of it this way now. So if we have particular times of the year, and particular places, it it seems to be that maybe both of those things have to come together, right, for uh, these instances instances to occur. Now, and what I mean by that is, uh, think of uh, if anybody's watching the the show recently, um, Skinwalker Ranch, the uh, as they're you know doing some of that uh, the research there, and uh, there there seems to be some bizarre phenomena that happens a lot, and it's it's everything from uh, apparitions to uh, poltergeist type stuff to you know, the skinwalkers, the hauntings, the this, the that, everything, right? It seems to be everything. They're picking up magnetic anomalies. They're getting radiation spikes that are completely inexplicable. And so it doesn't seem to be just the place, right? The place has got to be important, right? I think that's what we're talking about. Sometimes you get the rivers cross, right? We'll, we'll, we'll talk about some of this and some, some of the places that may be more, more um, let's see, uh, how would you say? More... Uh, more susceptible to to maybe a, a thin veil at particular times. So, so that's what kind of got me thinking, right? So it was not just ba- – so back to Skinwalker, just to explain real fast. So they, they find these things, these, these man- magnetic anomalies, radiation spikes, see strange lights in the sky, all this stuff, poltergeist hauntings, uh, you know, like things moving around on their own, things like this, right? And there's stories going back dozens or hundreds of years, depending on who you ask, thousands maybe about skinwalker ranch okay but so that's the place however it doesn't seem to be repeatable or it doesn't seem to be that uh it happens like clockwork it almost seems like it happens on its own schedule on its own time Uh, and that's kind of what i'm looking at here so not only uh, are we thinking about a particular place where maybe these sorts of uh, apparitions maybe kind of come around and uh and you know uh, show themselves again like the night marchers of hawaii or like this particular instance of the uh, the the fell there in uh, blen blen blencathra there you go i said it uh, like but then so not only the, the place but then the time so in this particular one in the united kingdom uh, they seem to come around at midsummer's day so you tell me i don't know that, like that this this stuff to me is uh, fascinating because if it, if these this phenomenon is kind of on its own schedule, doing its own thing, but it 's kind of maybe stapled down to particular places. Um, what does it mean i think uh, I think there's some pretty big uh, pretty pretty fascinating questions there if you ask me, and uh, that 's what we 're talking about tonight so so i 'm not exactly sure where uh, what kind of stuff you guys know about this, or again, like I said, if anybody out there that listens in the United Kingdom is is aware of this or maybe has seen this or, you know, maybe some family stories that would be amazing. I realize the United Kingdom is a little bit of a bigger place. It's not, you know, not everybody's going to be live, living next to this or have been there. But but it is a, a pretty pretty curious to me that we have uh, a particular place and a particular time, Midsummer's Day, back to that again. And it seems to be that this this is when these, this particular, anyway, ghostly procession seems to occur. And so uh, I would imagine, right, kind of like they do on uh, Stonehenge and things like this, right, some of these Neolithic um, Stone Age type places, uh, you know, they they go for the summer solstice, right? You get a ton of people there, which I think has been canceled this year, right? I think they canceled the Stonehenge thing again this year. But anyway, so the the, the sun comes through just perfectly and there's supposed to be some sort of um, enlightening uh, some some kind of effect going on with the the place and the you know the the sunlight and everything right uh, there you go uh, England not UK Mike this is England all right there we go England see you got to correct me got to correct me because if I say United Kingdom well the people in England get mad at me but in any case uh, so we're we're talking about England tonight uh, but everywhere else as well so the question becomes not only are there particular areas where ghost Processions or ghostly occurrences happen, right? Uh, but also, is it based on the time of year, right? And so, what kind of schedule? What kind of, let's say, supernatural schedule could they be holding? Could they be carrying that? Uh, that maybe we can maybe lean on and get some insight to. So that's that's the question tonight. That's kind of what's on my mind. We have some other ghost stories to talk about because this isn't just the only one. There are many more, but those are the those are the 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 dynamics that are kind of playing through this as I as I started asking myself some questions. And maybe you guys know. So uh, hopefully uh, we're there and you guys are uh, already locked into this and understand what's going on because, well, I sure as hell don't. But as you know, I'm not the answer guy. I'm the questions guy. So if you want to be part of the show tonight, we're talking about the summer solstice, Midsummer's Day. We're talking about how possibly the veil may change based on time and place. And ghostly processions or ghostly apparitions seem to come through. What do you guys know about this? Is this interesting to you? I hope so. If you have something to teach me or teach everybody else here, give us a call. We're streaming live, we're live on the Fringe FM, and we're talking ghost stories on the internet. 702 957 1037. That's 702 957 1037. This is Troubled Minds. I'm Michael Strange. Don't go anywhere. More conversation about ghosts after the break.
0: Help Jews in Poverty at HelpJewsNow.org Your $25 gift today will help provide a life-saving food box to Jews in need. Be a blessing right now. Visit helpjewsnow.org. That's helpjewsnow.org.
3: Welcome back to Troubled Minds. I'm your host, Michael Strange. We are streaming on Facebook, YouTube, and DLive. And we are broadcasting live on the Fringe FM. Tonight, we're telling ghost stories on the internet. And what that means is... When the veil becomes thin, does it matter the time and the place and how does that relate to particular ghostly phenomena that seem to repeat, including, let's say, at Gettysburg? Places like this, right? Uh, in particular, there's a, there's a lot of these battlefield type places as well that we'll get to a little bit tonight, a little bit later tonight. But uh, so so as we start and begin this conversation, that's really what comes to my mind is that uh, what what is going on with this, and how come uh, this is you know not so you know you know if it was a scientifically. Uh, on a schedule let's say like let's say the ghostly apparitions were like oh they're going to show up at uh, midsummer's eve at uh, you know about eight thirty p.m just after the sundown so, type of thing right then you could you know you could bring some cameras up there you could bring some people up there and you could get some actual footage of this right you could get the ghost hunters with their little evp things and all the all the things right i don't know like i'm not so sure about all this i don't know what's going on but uh, but the thing is, what I don't know the answers. That's that's those are the questions. That's how we begin this, and th- this starts in this particular place. It kind of got me thinking with this article and uh, the in the Lake District, right? So the the fell uh, up in the fell, they haunted by a phantom ghost army that appears in June, and so it seems to uh, is this. So is it because it's like a legend, uh, and it you know like so again back back to those questions. First, we can go to the most basic of these questions: is are are ghosts real? Right. I think I think uh, you're going to get a different answer, basically, depending on who you ask. Right. And so I think that's that's number one. All right. Are ghosts real to you? And if they are, what are they? Uh, Some people suggest that they are, you know, the damned or uh, human spirits that are trapped uh, in on Earth and, and are looking to to pass on, to move on into to the other realm. And they're stuck for some reason. Right. And other people suggest that ghosts in particular are. Uh, More specifically, something like, um, uh, let's say, like energy, like uh, good or bad energy that is trapped in place, kind of repeating an action, uh, sort of like you would expect to see in a movie, right? In a scene from a movie, like a particular murder or a particular battlefield, like we're discussing here, or a particular place, like maybe this place in England, where uh, maybe these things happen because there was a particular um traumatic event okay so so again i don't know like those, these questions are big questions i understand and that's what we do i mean you know the little questions are like well uh, you know is nancy pelosi a crook yeah the answer is yeah yes absolutely that's a little question and everybody knows the answer to that so you know, uh, bigger questions to me are, uh, one, uh, probably uh, more entertaining for sure and more fun to talk about. But how about, uh, you know, kind of more mind bending, more mind stretching, more, more able to make us uh, look at the world in a different way. And I think that's very important. So that's what we're doing tonight. So uh, the long winding intro brings us to this. I'm, I'm going to, you know, I've got the microphone here. I talk all kinds of hours per week on a weekly basis on, on the internet, on the radio. So most, most of the time you guys know what I think, right? Uh, I'm not the answers guy, but I'll tell you, well, uh, based on what I've seen, maybe this, right. kind of like that, but that's not what this is about. This is about you. So we're, we're actually asking these questions tonight to hear from you. So how about this? Is there anybody out there that's uh, seen this sort of thing happen around them maybe in the area they live like i know the the night stalker there Derek in massachusetts has said there are particular areas where he lives up there gettysburg uh he said there's a stonehenge up on the east coast there but up by where he's at as well like a like an american stonehenge and things like this i've heard where maybe these apparitions kind of come through right and so is it a particular place and if it is very much like let's say skinwalker ranch is it also a particular time? And so if it was, a, like I said, if it was like clockwork, like paranormal spiritual clockwork, it'd be easy, right? Everybody shows up at 9 o'clock on Tuesday at a particular spot, and bam, the ghosts are there. But I'm not so sure it's that easy. So, so what kind of goes into this? Like what am I missing? Clearly the time of year, clearly the place, clearly... What's what's beyond that? What's beyond that? I don't know beyond that, but um, that's uh, that's the question tonight. So if you want to be part of the show, I'd love to hear from you. If you've got a, a hot spot near you, if you want to talk about Skinwalker Ranch a little bit, uh, I know that show's been on. We can kind of blend that into this because I think it's it's pretty relevant to the discussion. In that they fa- they find these anomalies, they're doing all these scientific experiments, and they can't really figure out. What's going on? Because they can't really time it correctly. It'll just randomly happen, right? And then they're like, "Whoa, whoa, we're getting radiation spikes here and there and everywhere." And then you know, then it's gone. And then they go back there later, and with the radiation gear and all this other stuff, and it, nothing. There's literally nothing, just background radiation. So, so again, right? So the place seems to be a hot spot. But what about the times? And maybe, uh, maybe there's a you know, you think there's an interdimensional timekeeper somewhere. this controlling the veil the galactic wizard of oz as it were the dimensional wizard of oz i don't know i'm making fun of myself here but but i don't know like those are the questions that i'm not really sure about and so uh, if you guys have any ideas about this i'd love to hear from you 702-957-1037 you can join the discord at troubledminds.org also at fringe.fm slash chat couple of different discords. We're watching them both and reading, uh, reading from the chat. So if you guys know anything about this, please call. I'd love to hear from you. And uh, that's, that's where the discussion begins. As you know, like, uh, we, we have a lot of things we can talk about. There's, this isn't the only one, this place in, uh, in England where they seem to see these apparitions, this, this apparition of an army up on the ledge, up on the fell at uh, Midsummer's Day. So that's just one example. Another is Skinwalker Ranch, right? Where these things happen. They seem to be paranormal in nature. And the timing seems to also be suspect meaning that it's just uh it seems to not be on a schedule it seems to you know like in this one in particular they say midsummer's day all right other times they say halloween they say the winter solstice they say as matt from california there in the chat said maybe may 1st because it's had the halfway point between the beginning of the year and halloween or was it the, the the winter solstice and halloween i'm not sure in any case some seem to be on a schedule and others do not so what the heck's going on here these are the questions I'm asking, and I hope you guys have some answers or at least some ideas. I'm not going to pin you to, to some perfect answers here because I think uh, when we're talking in the abstract about spirits and things, I, I don't think it's easy to uh, to get f- uh, final answers here. But uh, let's go to uh, – thank you for the phone call. Uh, we're looking to talk to you guys tonight, 702-957-1037, troubledminds.org. Phone numbers on top. Discord link is on top. Let's go to Angela. Angela uh, from Facebook, I believe. You're on Trouble Minds with Mike. How are you, my friend?
4: Hi, good. I'm good.
3: Right on. What do you think about this topic tonight? Am I all over the place or am I onto something? What do you think?
4: Well, I think there is a lot of something to be said about certain locations that repeat something that played out there, that the energy in a way is recorded. Um, I actually just was thinking of something else to tell you, but um, I was in the Northwest riding with my mom we pulled over to this one place there was like a dirt pull out and there was a a wooden fence and there was a, you could walk through and it was sort of like this sloping down mountainside or just big huge hilly meadow and off in the distance were some woods and there was this big boulder just kind of sitting out there and there weren't any other boulders it was kind of out of place but i walked up to it and i put my hand on it and when i did everything changed about maybe 20 30 feet ahead of me there was um sort of this tree barricade that was built, and there was two men behind it. One of them was sitting against it backwards, facing me, and there was a battle going on off in this this meadow down below. And the Northwest, the only thing I could think of was, like, you know, the American Indian Wars and things like that. So it wouldn't have been Civil War or anything. It's something different. But he saw me. He reacted. And I kind of jumped, and I pulled my hand off the rock, and everything disappeared. And I put my hand back on the rock, and it didn't come back. But I had that moment of that flash of seeing all of that playing out. But the guy that was sitting in the barricade facing me reacted to my being there. It was so weird.
3: That's creepy. Uh, so so uh, did, did you see enough? I, I know these things happen like snap of the finger sometimes. Did you see enough to maybe pick out like a time frame maybe? Like maybe clothing from the people or anything like that? Maybe technology, muskets or, or who knows, uh, axes, anything like this?
4: Uh- yeah it was definitely um you know like muskets and things i mean i can't even say there was a uniform it's like they were just wearing you know almost rags or sackcloth or just something very rough roughly um woven you know with maybe a belt you know what i mean that type of thing so just really early on
3: okay so we're talking something from um, at least 150 years ago plus Uh, So, so interestingly, and then you, so do you think you actually possibly triggered it by maybe touching that rock or do you think that was a coincidence?
4: Yeah, I have all kinds of weird things that happen energetically and, and sightings and you name it, I've done it, but that was one that was just really fantastic because it was a whole outdoor panoramic experience. Whereas, you know, if I go into an antique store and I pick up items, I'll get flashes of things, but this was huge. It was just really big.
2: Yeah,
3: yeah. So that was
4: totally different. Yeah, that's, it was that's environmental. It wasn't just an object,
3: right? Exactly. Okay. So so then what about what I'm what I'm talking about here is that so clearly the spot was probably there like this, this happened in that spot. So do you think that um, the maybe the time of year, the time of day or something like that had something to do with when you see these things? Uh, can you comment on that on, on what you what you think about that?
4: I really don't know because I don't remember. I just remember it being nice weather. So maybe it was spring or summer because Northwest, you know, if it's nice weather. It's usually late summer, but I, I don't know. Um, I haven't researched it enough. It happened. I was probably gosh, seven or eight years old. So it's a long time ago. Um, it was just one of those things that, that always stuck. And I, I've had lots of other experiences, but nothing as, like I said, environmentally huge as that. That was, that was like the biggest, you know, view of something I've ever had, space wise. Yeah, it that's up the whole valley meadow.
3: That's amazing. And so that's not the, the only time I've heard that, actually. I'm sure you've heard of that, the Battle of Gettysburg and horrific and the loss of life and all that. It seems to be a hot spot as well Absolutely. where where people see, um, you know, uh, Union soldiers, Confederate soldiers. Uh, and maybe in these, um, like I was describing earlier, in, in these kind of locked in these energy patterns, maybe where they're marching or they're they're trying to take a hill and they're kind of living out this same scene over, over and over again. And uh, there's there's actually some pretty compelling footage on YouTube uh, about uh, some of this stu- Gettysburg stuff. I've seen some uh, some pictures of these things, and like I'm like, what? Like th- that doesn't even look fake at all. That looks like legitimate apparitions going on. It's 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 pretty spooky.
4: That's pretty compelling. When I heard stories like that, it reminded me of what I saw when I was little. But it was sort of out of place because it's not the South, you know what I'm saying? It's the Northwest. So what happened up there that there was a war? And it, the only thing I can think of is. You know, like American Indian wars. So, I mean, that's the only thing I can think
3: of. Yeah, there was a lot of that. That's for sure. <laughs> Unfortunately, but yeah, interesting. So, okay, so and so that's the only time anything at that scale has happened. Is anything else happened that maybe uh, would would maybe give us some insight into maybe time of year? Have you ever uh, had anything happen maybe closer to the winter solstice or the summer solstice or anything like this? Well, tell me,
4: when. Do we know When, when is winter solstice? Because I, I was.
3: That's it's like, a, it's, it's going to be right around like December 17th, is some, somewhere right in there, like a, yeah, a week, no. week before Christmas. The other
4: thing that I had happened with the pyramid, I was, it was like February. And okay. that's, that's what triggered me to want to call was that about a place, because I was in Guatemala. We went to this pyramid. It had not been excavated, so we had to climb up um, rope ladders through the jungle to get onto the pyramid. And once we were up there, and there was probably 40 or 50 of us, because it was a whole bus tour of people. I had walked around the back of the temple on top of the pyramid. There's like a little room up there. I'd walked around the back of it, and I sat on this bump-out stone that was supporting the back wall. And when I did, I had this total experience. I mean, it was incredible. Um, Without going into too much detail, I sat there for quite a while seeing all the things that I saw and heard and felt, and it was not a normal vision of our reality now. It was the same place that I saw... Everything changed, and after a while, as I was enjoying all of that, I decided, you know, I had been there a long time, and I had not seen anybody else from the tour come around the corner of, you know, the temple. So I thought, well, maybe I better go back. You know, they're probably getting ready to leave. So when I did, I went around the temple, and there was nobody there. Everybody was gone. Uh, I, my heart just, you know, leapt out of my chest because I thought, my God, they've left me. And and just as I was panicking, the one of the tour guides came around the other side of the temple. When he saw me, he I mean he just went white. They literally thought I fell off and were about to send rescue to find my body down the you know the side somewhere. But he had just walked around the entire temple and did not see me. And I came out the opposite way, so we had to have passed cross I you know cross paths. He never saw me. I did not see him until we walked around the front. And apparently, almost everybody on the tour had walked around the entire temple. Nobody saw me the entire time. I was completely invisible to them. So, again, just, you know, that's what made me think of it was a place that would have something unique about it that was something like that would happen. But it was sort of the opposite. Something else didn't appear. I disappeared.
2: So, yeah, that like, was just, I mean, it's Sort of like story.
3: you maybe phase through a portal into another time for a minute. That's, that's amazing. That's, that's, yeah. that's an incredible story. And so that you said that was Guatemala, right? It
4: was, yeah, Guatemala. Wow!
3: Wow! Yeah, yeah.
4: Uh, it's like I just I just I went through a dimension. I was in the same physical spot, but I, I went to another dimension, and, and I guess my body went too because I, they couldn't see me, and I couldn't see them.
3: That's incredible. But
4: as far as what I was seeing, I was see, right there. I was seeing the temple and the pyramid and the, and the jungle, and you know nothing physically had changed around me, but I had physically
3: vanished wow and so so interesting so so definitely so you're you're definitely in in the camp of uh these there's particular spots that seem to be hot spots where these things happen and I, i'm with you on that I, I don't think anybody will doubt that there's there's probably so many the world over that you can point to and again you know like i brought up skinwalker ranch a couple of times uh, that that place included it's it's just uh it's difficult to uh, to maybe pin it down to win. I think maybe it's a question, right? Like, Kind of like I said, uh, maybe the solstice is here. Maybe not. Maybe not entirely. Maybe it's a kind of a random thing. Or maybe, in your case, y- you kind of bring the energy that maybe brings it out in the area. That could be as well, huh?
4: I, that's what I think. It's just with the so many different experiences that I've had, I, I just am wired a certain way to, to be able to perceive those other dimensions and shifts and things when they happen. And they're probably happening all around us all the time, but most people... Don't perceive it and for whatever reason. I do, or they can tell that I do. So they interact intentionally because they know I can see. I don't know, but um, my house is very active, and I don't think it's the house. Again, I think it's me. But um, just to give you an example, um, all the family has seen this little girl running around the house. And in 2016, the house burned down, and we rebuilt it. When we did, we added a second story. So now the hall has been moved, and there's a staircase here that was never here before, and she's using the stairs. So she's in the here and now space she's using the new the new footprint of the house she's not walking through walls where they used to be
2: right so, so, the, the, so yeah
4: whoever yeah, yeah. or whatever she is she's using the now space
3: so it's not uh, so so they are phasing through and kind of uh interacting here it's not like they're stuck in that uh, the time slice of wherever they're from uh, they're 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 coming through somehow and interacting with us and that that part's very real, right. according to your story there Wow. Yeah, give me chills. Yeah, that, that, fantastic stories. Uh, anything else while we got you on? Uh, I could uh, I could pick your brain all night about this stuff. And so there, there, there are other and people like you. And I can
4: like talk you. all night about it. So. <laughs> okay. <laughs>
3: awesome. Awesome. Uh, so it's not the first time I've heard this. I've heard people uh, describe that they're very sensitive to objects and places. And uh, tend to see things that other people don't see, right? The, the very, uh, you can call it like a maybe a medium or a, you know a sensitive or empath. What there's so many words they use to, to describe people like you, but uh, and, and I mean that in a good way. Uh, but but I, I like I don't know, like I'm completely blind to that. It's never happened to me, and so it's uh, so not only is it uh, one concerning because I'm like oh crap, what if it happens one day? Am I gonna like like my hair is going to turn more white. <laughs> like, is it going to scare the hell out of me? I, I don't know. Like, uh, it's it's fascinating as heck to me. But what do you think? Do you think it's a natural, innate thing? Or do you think it's something that um, you kind of learned as you, uh, as you grew up?
4: You know, I think it can phase in or out at any time in life, depending on what you've learned or have come to realize. I think a lot of people are born with disability, and over time it gets shut down. And in my case, it didn't get shut down. So it just stayed available and things continued to happen. So I continued to absorb it, learn, and it just expanded.
3: I see. I see. So, uh, do you have the ability to shut it off? Can you just like say, no, I don't want this right now, and it and stops?
4: I think, and in some cases, yes, because like when my kids were little, I really wanted to stay grounded and I didn't want to go anywhere because, you know, like I said, I've had other experiences that take me away. And I didn't want to be away at night, especially when I was asleep, because I wanted to be able to, to monitor, you know, the sounds and things in the house. I think for like the 10 years when the kids were little, not a lot happened unless it was an emergency.
3: I see. Okay. So so it, was, so it seems to be a receptive thing. You, you kind of need to be open to it for it to go down. Interesting. Interesting. So, so you, you were the antenna. You were the hotspot.
4: You bring it with you. I think I am. I think I'm the conduit. For some whatever reason, it's it's me. Wherever I go, I'm able to read what's there.
3: That's fantastic. That's, that is fantastic. Uh, so so we got a couple minutes left before we go to a break here. So anything else while we got you on the phone tonight? Uh, and thank you. Number one, thank you so much for calling because uh, stories like this are exactly why we do this show, to hear firsthand accounts of people that say, yeah, yeah, I, I know about that. And here you are uh, teaching a lot of people about uh, these things that that maybe don't or will never see this. I may never see any of this, even a, even a portion of this. So it's, it's great for me. But uh, anything else while we got you on tonight?
4: Yeah, I, you know, the things really spiked um, when I opened back up after, now that my kids are a little older. Um, and I'm really questioning where the line is drawn between spirit, paranormal and ET, because I'm really starting to think a lot of what's going on in my house is ET, you know, that not, not a spirit or a ghost. I think they're popping in and visiting and doing things, you know, um, just, as, just like anybody else would. And, and I've seen them all my life and I mean, I've had lots of experiences, but my first thought is something goes bump in the house that it's spirit, but now I'm not so sure.
3: Interesting. Interesting. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I, I I wish I could had, had some insight for you. <laughs> all, all I have is questions. <laughs> I appreciate the call, Angela. And you're, you're calling from, is Kentucky so right? Is Kentucky right?
4: I'm in Indiana.
3: Indiana, that's what I meant. Angela from Indiana. I appreciate the call. Thank you for sharing with us tonight, and we'll talk to you soon. Thanks. Have a fantastic night.
4: Thanks so much.
3: Thank you. There you go. There you go. A great call there. And th- this is the type of stuff, that again, this is why we do this show live, exactly for calls like that. Uh, now, now, is anybody out there sensitive to this in some way, shape, or form? Uh, do you like back to the the questions of the of tonight? Is it a particular place? Is it like a particular portal or vortex that's happening in a particular area, or is it like a an actual like human beacon or uh, like some maybe the the person is the antenna that's making the the connection. To, to that other side uh, so I, I don't know again like I said I, I, I have never experienced any of these things so I am literally uh, fumbling in the dark here but if you guys have uh, it, uh, it will enlighten not just me but probably a lot of people listening so as always I appreciate the phone calls so that's number one get that out of the way tonight thank you so much Angela fantastic stuff the topic tonight is uh, this, this ghostly stuff. Uh, do they appear in a particular place at a particular time? Is there uh, Could you set your clock by it? Is it uh, Midsummer's Eve or the Winter Solstice? What's going on? Uh, kind of the, the question's on my mind tonight. And uh, Angela, fantastic call, seems to think that maybe people are the conduit. That if you can sense these things, you sort of bring them out of the environment around you. Good thoughts. Great stuff. Thanks for the calls. If you want to be part of the show tonight, 702-957-1037. That's 702-957-1037. This is Troubled Minds. I'm Michael Strange. And tonight, we're telling ghost stories on the internet. If you love this sort of thing, don't go anywhere. More after the break. Broadcasting, live, from a secret bunker just off the extraterrestrial highway, somewhere in the desert sands, outside of Las Vegas, from somewhere in space-time, loosely labeled Generation X on planet Earth. Asking questions of you in earnest into the digital darkness. Good evening and welcome to Troubled Minds Radio. I'm your host, Michael Strange, and this is a show where we talk about all the things we're not allowed to talk about. You know what those things are? Aliens, conspiracy, the paranormal, the government, academia. 24 hour news cycle. Propaganda and the general feeling that we live in the upside down. This show is live. We are streaming on Facebook, DLive, and YouTube. We are broadcasting live on The Fringe FM. Do you want to be part of the show tonight? We are talking about ghosts. Not just ghosts, your old fashioned ghost story. We're talking about where do they appear? Are there particular hotspots? And if there are, are there particular times of year that maybe influences this? Angela called in not too long ago and said that she believes it's the people involved, possibly, that are sort of the conduit, the antenna that can reach out and bring spirits from the netherworld into ours. What do you think? As always, this is the question show, not the answer show. I'd love to hear from you. 702 957 1037. That's 702. 957-1037, Nine five seven one zero three seven, 957-1037, and uh, we're taking your phone calls. You, you, you can be part of the show by joining the Discord if you don't like the 702 area code, which, of course, is Las Vegas, where we're streaming from and broadcasting from. And uh, we have a phone call, so we're going to go straight to that. Uh, we have multiple lines, though, so if you want to be part of this and have some stories you want to tell us about your theories on ghosts, uh, why they appear or particular places, or you think if the conduit is the people... You tell me. I'd love to hear about it. Let's go to James. Looks like James. James in Michigan. What's up, my friend? You're on trouble, my just Mike. How are you?
5: I am good. Thank you for having me.
3: Thanks for calling in. Uh, what's your take on the, the ghostly stuff? What do you think about this?
5: Well, um, I'm. I'm also um, Salcido Media and in, in the fringe Chat. I've been commenting a lot, and I was just going to comment, but it's just this is my favorite subject, so. Um. I think there are several different things that can lead to, um, sightings and, and just paranormal, paranormal events, events in general. I think sometimes it is a person. Um, sometimes it is the events that happen in the place that, that leaves, um, energy there that people can, um, sense and then, and, and see or hear, um, kind of like recordings, but, um, you know, that are playing back in, in physical space. Um, but yeah, I think there's a lot of different factors and I, I definitely think that it can be the person, but I think there are different levels of sensitivity because I've had events throughout my life here and there, but I know that there are other people that have experiences every day. and I, I don't have that, but um, I've had enough where I'm, I, It's got me into, researching the topic and even doing it do my own podcast about it so
3: yeah i, I did yeah, see that does uh, what's what's the podcast name
5: oh it's salcedo paranormal
3: okay salcedo paranormal so so uh there you go check it yeah. out guys check it out guys a new podcast to check out if you haven't heard of it uh give james some love here so so okay so so you have had some of these experiences and uh you, th- you think it just depends on the person. It, it, like there's different levels of sensitivity. Uh, are you able to maybe turn this on or turn it off? Or is it something that kind of just happens to you?
5: For me, it just happens. Uh, um, once in a while, I think that some places can um, be, I think that some places can have energy. It's just that not everybody always picks it up. You know, and, um, and it can also, I think it can kind of, Come and go, or, or get stronger and weaker over time. Um, so uh, and so, yeah, I've had a lot of experiences. I, I had my first one. I can tell you about it real quick if you want. When I was a kid, sure,
3: we've got time. Go ahead.
5: Okay, well, um, I like to focus on experiences that I had with others, which I don't have very many of those. But this is one. Um, I went to visit my cousin um, and at this house that his family had just moved into. And, um, th- they were still unpacking everything and there was stuff all over the house. And, but, um, they had a, a basement that at the time that it was seemed really big. And I was maybe, maybe about 12 years old. I didn't really know anything about your stereotypical ghost story tropes. about, you know, not, not being in the basement about basements being creepy. Um, but so we were, on this couch bed and we were, um, getting ready to go to sleep and in the back where there were no lights on, um, we saw a, it was a woman, but just the head from, um, above this clothesline, they had a sheet on it and all we could see was this older woman's head and, but the clothesline was up near the ceiling and we didn't see anything on the floor. Beneath the clothesline um so and and um she was looking at us and she was it was almost like we got the sense of her wondering who are you and why are you here and um another thing i should mention real quick is i'm legally blind but even though this figure um was should have been beyond my my range of, of vision I could see every detail about her perfectly fine
3: that's interesting Um, and my
5: cousin could as well
3: so 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 it seems to not even be a visual thing it's it's sort of uh, tapping into your brain and kind of uh, maybe communicating in a telepathic manner not just uh, through that feeling of uh, asking who are you why are you here but also visually Like, like kind of tapping into the visual portion of your brain. That's, that's, that's incredible. I've never heard that before.
5: Well, and it was amazing because I, I mean, I was a kid, but I still knew I shouldn't have been able to see anything except for just a blur, you know? Um, But yeah, that was my first, the first part of my, my first experience. I've had them on and off over the years and places, some of the places that I've lived in and stayed in, but then also just other random places. So. And and not always, you know, have hardly ever places of like major national significance, as far as I know. You know, just ordinary places I visit, I, I go to.
3: Right, not like so, not like um, Gettysburg, for instance, or things like this. It just seems to be everywhere, and you you can kind of draw them out at times. I I can see that happening. I mean, yes, sometimes that battlefields are not just the only places where dr- traumatic things happen. They happen all over the world. So I, I de- could definitely see that.
5: And I think also sometimes it's not always traumatic stuff. Um, I've heard of it just being sometimes people um, leave their energy behind when they do the same things over and over again. Um, whether it's walking from one place to another or, you know, it can just be, um, just be things that they did constantly. Okay.
3: That can
5: sometimes we've. You know, images of them doing that,
2: like
3: a routine, just a just a simple uh, routine, right. like an energy imprint. So, so what do you think it is then? So, right. in in, so, in some uh, like some circles, they say that these are trapped souls that that can't leave the earth for some reason until they, you know, the old ghost trope is that they have to complete some, you know, something. Something has to be resolved for them to leave and pass on and become part of the rest of the energy or whatever. But then another one, another theory says that they're they're not. Spirits at all. It's just this energy residual energy that kind of is uh, carrying out these these patterns like you suggest there Do you you think there's a correlation or there are two different things or not related at all?
5: I? Think there can there's My big thing is I think there's all things are possible. I don't think there is any one explanation to To all this. I think there can be some cases where it is a, a spirit that is trapped in the place for whatever reason um, I think in other cases it can just be residual um, hauntings, as in just people doing routines. Um, I think that also, the last caller mentioned that um, they thought it could be uh, aliens in, in some cases, and I, I've I've grown to to accept that possibility as all of the, the everything in the paranormal being connected in one way or another in some cases
3: right so, so so it it, yeah. it is interesting how the, the those two worlds have kind of collided uh, more recently that the extraterrestrial phenomena has now become possibly a dimensional thing which of course is the same thing as a ghost, I mean literally by definition, right, and we're talking right. about ghosts from the nether world or wherever this happens to be purgatory or sheol or I mean there's a thousand terms for it here, so you know and, I, and some of those are negative I don't mean it like that I'm just kind of mythologically speaking. Uh, so yeah, great stuff, man. Uh, I, I did share your, your podcast there, salcedoparanormal.podbean.com. Thanks for the link there, Brian space. Uh, shared it out to the whole stream. Everybody's seen it. Give a, uh, give James some love guys, smart guy here. I had some experiences and got a podcast talking about it. Uh, fantastic stuff. So, so what about, so you say there's a whole bunch of stuff happening with, um, with, uh, Maybe, maybe many factors at play. So do you think that in particular, have you heard or maybe you're convinced that like Stonehenge or the, the Great Pyramids or, you know, like maybe Ley Lines or who knows? I, I don't know. I'm kind of talking about this particular place in England where they see on Midsummer's Day spirits on top of a ridge. But uh, do you think that there's particular places where these are there are hot spots where people are more likely to see this stuff happen?
5: I think that that's possible. I think a lot of it has, can... Um, I've heard of, of, of people saying that it can also depend on the energy of an area that is generated by the materials in the area. Um, as in the, the minerals and the stones and then uh, um, water moving, you know, I've, I've heard that those can be things that can cause things to happen. So, okay, yeah, I think it's possible.
3: Okay, right on. Right on. I appreciate that. Uh, thank you so much for the call and sharing your experiences. Anything else while we got you on the phone tonight?
5: No, just um, great show, and thank you for having me on.
3: Thanks for calling. Thanks for calling, everybody. Follow James. This is a uh, Salcido Paranormal at uh, Podbean. Thanks for the call, man. We'll talk to you soon. Have a fantastic night. There you go. Good stuff. Good stuff. Uh, First time caller there. Uh, he's uh, he's always active in the fringe, the fringe Discord. And if you haven't joined the fringe Discord yet. Fringe.fm slash chat. Lots of smart people in there, lots of smart comments. Uh, like I said, I'm watching both Discords and uh, trying to keep up with all the chat, all the chat, but uh, fantastic stuff so far, guys. Uh, great call, Angela. Great call, James. Looking to hear from you. What do you guys think about all this stuff? Is this, uh, is this well... Um, is it extraterrestrial right I, th- I think we can add that to the loop now we've had a couple of people suggest that maybe uh, it could be one and the same is that uh, you know i think and we've talked about this on this show before kind of how these worlds seem to collide a little bit meaning that uh if you um if you, you once you turn things into a dimensional conversation really everything becomes possible including uh uh, what would you say? Like, uh, you know, these Tic Tac UFOs are, you know, possibly phasing in and out of wherever the heck they're coming from. So so we can open it up to that, too, if you guys have uh, have takes on that. But so tonight that really started the conversation. Let's go back just to like I said, I understand people on radio kind of come and go and sit down and make dinner and come back and, you know, miss parts. So just just a recap here. We started here. All right. This is a, uh, an article by uh, Lan, LANCS.live, and it's talking about the Lake District Fell Haunted by Phantom Ghost Army that appears in June. And so in particular, it, uh, it got me thinking about hotspots. All right. So we've talked about uh, hotspots in the past. There's not only UFO hotspots. There's hotspot paranormal hotspots like Gettysburg is one, like Night Stalker says there in the chat as well. Uh, there are there are places all over that are actual you know considered to be uh, the the basement of the Alamo. I've heard is is one paranormal hotspot. Things like this, right? And so that is clearly probably a thing, all right. But then it, I started reading about this particular incident, and I'll I'll put the link up here. And there's there's several links on this where they're talking about kind of going out to find these ghosts up on the ridge, but uh, that they particularly only appear. During a um, a a particular time, meaning that in this case, uh, this uh, I'll just read read this so you guys can know what I'm talking about here. So so if legend is to be believed, the fellside on the edge of Blencathra I can't I can't say Blencathra there we go. The end seems like it should be on the other side. It's called Blencathra, is home to this ghostly procession that has been witnessed on a few occasions at midsummer. The first time they were seen is said to have been during the evening of Midsummer's Day in 1735, where a servant claimed to have watched a line of soldiers both on foot and horseback marching their way across the fell just two years later the servants master and other family members witnessed the same strange sighting which was apparently five men deep however many locals refused to believe both tales but 10 years later on midsummer's day evening in 1745 the spirits would be seen by no less than 26 people who were described as sober and respected, neither of which would be me, by the way, I just want to point that out. And they even testified on earth, uh, sorry, (laughs) on oath as to what they had seen. They claimed to have watched a line of marching troops, cavalry, and even carriages traveling along the summit ridge for hours. Now this is uh this is what we're talking about. So in particular not only did, did these the, these particular uh apparitions, ghosts, spirits, whatever you want to call them have showed up uh in this particular spot, it seems to be at a particular particular time, midsummer's day, which is of course is the summer solstice, the longest day of the year, which let's look at this. So I pulled up a little bit of this. Like I said, I know that there's uh we got people on this network on fringe and uh, lots of other folks are very very in tune with the uh you know, the, the pagan the, the pagan calendars and the, the ritual stuff. And I'm not. Uh, so I think it's fascinating. I like to consider the possibilities. Uh, but I, I'm not an expert in this at all. So, uh, again, that's why I talk about it kind of in the in the sense that we do. And lean on you for your for your takes on this stuff. But, okay, so this in particular, it happened on Midsummer's Day. All right? And that's when they say these spirits actually uh, start to appear. Now, Night Stalker's got a theory in the chat there. He's uh, talking on the Fringe FM chat where he says that... Uh, it's possible that uh, during these particular times, portals are opening up. And that's what's allowing these uh, these apparitions or these whatever they are, these entities to come through. So here we go. So this year, this is for this year, midsummer is celebrated on June 24th. All right. So if you're going to go camping in that, that part of uh, England, uh, next week would be a great time. Maybe uh, to s- s- peep, these, uh, peep these spirits up on the ridge there. But uh, June 24th, and it's a day... This meant for us to appreciate all the gifts that nature gives us. This is from nationaltoday.com. The summer solstice marks the longest day of the year, and that lands on June 20th. But because the old Julian calendar marked it differently, the date for Midsummer Day remains June 24th. The holiday originates from Sweden, but it's celebrated all over the world, and many use the weekend closest to the date for traditional festivities. Which would be what, like a... Like a summer festival, right? Like a, like a, that type of thing. So, so, you know, th- this goes into, uh, this is a good article. Uh, did I link it? Yeah. Yeah. I linked it. Okay. So make sure I'm linking this stuff so you guys can see where I'm getting it and you can follow along. As always, I prefer you guys check my sources and make sure I'm not making this stuff up because I'm not, uh, it's uh, it's sourced somewhere. Even if you think the sources are bunk, it's sourced somewhere and you can follow up and find this information if you need it. And as always, you can, uh, these sources, these links I used for, for every single show will always be in the. Description. You can find it on the podcast, you can find it on YouTube, you can find it on Facebook. It's always going to be in the description, and you can go find these links that I'm sharing so you don't have to try and scramble and take notes. Uh, it will be up after the show. So There you go. All right. So, so in this, you know, it goes through some of the, uh, the midsummer, right? Midsummer started as a pagan ritual for fertility and successful harvest during the stone age. The pagans believed that plants had healing properties during the summer solstice and they honored the day showing reverence to nature with rituals. They danced around maypoles, fashioned garnets and herbs were picked on midsummer's Eve and bonfires were used to keep away any evil spirits. It was said that spirits were free to roam the earth when the sun was turning towards the southern hemisphere. And that's what I was looking for. So as I was looking looking through uh, some of the stuff and, you know, like it's a uh, I understand truth is a slippery fish and I don't really expect to find answers per se. But I do like to see some of these ideas. And that's that's really what I was looking for. Why on Midsummer's Day in particular would these apparitions appear in England in this particular place? All right. Uh, Cumbria, I think it's called. Uh, so so in this, now they're saying that, uh, that the reason why that is is it was said that spirits were free to roam the earth when the sun was turning towards the southern hemisphere, which, of course, would be... Uh, The summer solstice. So so, yeah, I mean, you know, this stuff, this stuff kind of makes sense to me. And so uh, like we've kind of stated before in in the past and on different shows that it does seem that uh, with some of these things, including I guess you may may even be able to take this to the UFO world is that uh maybe maybe there are particular times of the year where these, th- these things happen based on maybe celestial events or things like this so kind of kind of what we're talking about here uh Salcido says a fell is a hill mountain and or a cliff thank you paraphrase from dictionary.com appreciate that uh that's a, i think that's a, an english term i believe so i don't think we use fell here in the states do we and if we do if we do uh <laughs> uh then I uh, I'm mistaken. Okay, let's see. We got uh let's see. We got we got all kinds of good chat I can read. All right, but we're looking to hear from you. Uh what do you guys think about these stories? Do you think that You know, in particular, like, you know, if more of the ones you're more familiar with is okay, kind of the Skinwalker Ranch or Gettysburg, we got some of that stuff we can talk about as we go tonight. But uh, what do you think? Do you think that uh, the the particular hotspot is a place? Do you think it's a time, a, a time of year, or a time of day, or a combination? Like James said when he called in, he thinks it's a combination of many of those things. Uh, And Angela said that she thinks it's possibly the people that bring it. They're able to come and arrive in a particular area where these spirits may already reside. And you're able to kind of bring them out to you to maybe get your attention or you get their attention or some sort of thing happening there. So I don't know. Like I said, I know that uh, uh, James and Angela aren't the only ones. Who've experienced these, these things? So, uh, looking to hear, hear from you guys tonight. And like I said, uh, the more stories we get like this, the more it kind of not only teaches me, it, uh, it it just opens my eyes to a world that I can't see. And you see how valuable that can be, right? In in many capacities, you can use that as a an allegory or a metaphor for many things. And so in this in this case, it, it's literal. But uh, I think that uh, once you start kind of uh, changing your your actual um, paradigm. Let well, you shift your paradigm, right? I think that uh, things things can change for the better, and so I, that's that's why we do the show. That's why I've always done the show in this format. So, if you want to be part of it, seven zero two nine five seven one zero three seven that's seven oh two nine five seven one zero three seven you can join the discord at troubledminds.org and also at fringe.fm slash chat if you have not joined both of those please do and um, yeah that's what's going on again here we are right a-, a bizarre thursday in june finds us telling ghost stories on the internet <laughs> and uh yeah yeah that's what uh that's what that's what's going on here uh like I said my detractors say what are you doing tonight Mike you telling ghost stories on the internet I'm like yep (laughs) yes we are yes we are so looking to hear from you we're talking about these particular areas that might be hot spots paranormal hotspots. but not only that Are there times of year that seems to bring them out? Halloween, clearly, right? The winter solstice, clearly. There are some pagan holidays that seem to line up with some of these things. However, I've never heard this one. The Midsummer's Day, where when the the sun turns to the southern hemisphere, spirits become free to Rome. So uh, there we go. That's uh, interesting. Like I said, I, I learned something tonight kind of looking into this. And I hope you did too. That's uh, why we get together and talk about these things. And if you have uh, experiences, you have ideas, you have a theory, thoughts on this, love to hear from you. You guys know what the deal is. Give us a call at 702-957-1037. That's 702 702- 957 nine five seven one zero three seven taking your phone calls we are streaming live on facebook d live and youtube broadcasting live on the fringe fm and this is troubled minds and i'm your host michael strange and damn right we're telling ghost stories on the internet and having a hell of a time looking to hear from you don't go anywhere more conversation after the break Welcome back to Trouble Minds. I'm your host, Michael Strange. We are streaming on Facebook, DLive, and YouTube. We are broadcasting live on the Fringe FM. Tonight... We're taking your phone calls, telling ghost stories on the internet, talking about particular hotspots, areas where apparitions seem to appear. In the past, we've talked about the night marchers of Hawaii. Tonight, we're talking in particular about maybe uh, battlefield hotspots or this particular spot on a fell in England where on Midsummer's Day, they seem to see a procession, a ghostly procession of years past. And... Probably, possibly, uh, some sort of army or some sort of something on the move, on the march, and uh, so the question, as kind of looking through some of this stuff, I, uh, it, you know, it dawns on me that okay, wait, so if if this stuff actually happens and people see these things, not just in particular areas, they see them a- at particular times of the year, right? And so clearly, uh, everybody knows about you know the thin, the the veil being thinnest around Halloween, and you know the the, the summer sol, or the winter solstice, and these things. But it intrigued me to wonder if uh, if this particular midsummer phenomenon that was happening in England, up on the cliff, up on the fell, as they call it, was an actual uh, maybe triggered by not just the space, but also the time of year. And, and oddly enough, it was the m- midsummer's day, uh, very much uh, maybe not exactly the summer solstice, but right during the same week, just a s- several days apart here, and uh, you know, a, a as uh, mostly attributed to a pagan holiday, right? And so um, I don't know, like, uh, as always, uh, looking to hear from you guys, looking to hear some good stuff and uh, your takes on this. Like I said, I don't know the answers to these things. I just uh, fascinated and love asking the questions. So if you want to be part of this, I'd love to hear from you tonight. 702-957-1037. That's 702 nine five seven one zero three seven you can join the discord and uh we'll uh, we'll continue talking about this stuff uh all right we we do have a phone call so we have multiple lines so don't worry there's room for you and i'm gonna leave the phone number up for a sec but we're gonna go to matt in california what's up my friend you're on trouble minds how are you
6: hi hey, mike how's it going good good show tonight
3: right on thank you what do you think about this I, uh, stuff talk about, yeah go ahead uh,
6: Talk about the um the spirit of the land um, so the Romans, they called it, I'm going to try to say it, they called it Genoist Loki. I'm going to spell it. It's G-E-N-U-S space L-O-C-I. Um, and that's what they called um, the spirits of the land. And so when we talk about things like, you know, the or uh, they worship these old spirits of the land. So like the sacred sites, like um, the Egyptian pyramids and Stonehenge, um, it's like imprinted in that people were worshiping these spirits. And that's why when you go to these places, you have like um kind of like you it's easier to like go into a trance like state. And uh so like certain things like um when you walk into church if you get like white headed, it's like the energy is like imprinted there. And there's different energies imprinted from like, you know, a playground has different energies than say, you know, a prison. Okay. okay. Yeah.
3: That makes sense to me. That definitely makes sense. It's uh so, so actually with that said, I think maybe that can explain some of the residual energy. It's like uh, and that's a great example, yeah, yeah, by yeah, the way. Energy. So you have, right. So you have like a playground and it's like, literally it's positive residual energy but a prison would pretty much be the opposite of that but it's still energy it's just uh you know the tone or the darkness of that energy from the two different places are very different so yeah that's a great point man i never thought of it in those terms but yeah fantastic but
6: uh go ahead continue if you want to experiment if you want to experiment with this um one of the things you can do it at home but i suggest first um doing it outside um in nature is um so next time you're on an adventure okay next time you you know, go to the beach, a park, or go to, you know, go camping, go out for the day, um, go to the the place, the land and stop on the threshold of it. So like the, you know, the crossing into, you know, the park or wherever the beach, wherever you're going, stop, just kind of take a deep breath. And it might sound silly, but either, you know, just say like a prayer or some sort of communication link with the spirit of the land, just, you know, Hey, spirit of the land, you know, grant me passage. Um, you will to like bond with the spirit of the land. And what you'll find is that when you go to the, you know, camping or wherever, you'll find that your adventures will be more fulfilling and more, um, I guess, like less harsh. So like the land will like open up to you because you ask permission and like thank the land, be polite to it, like a person and try to have like a bond with it. And then it will show you like new hidden passages. It'll let you experience the nature more fully than if you just, Go in there, you know, and you're just trashing around the place, you know. Um, the spirit of the land will allow you to have a better experience, and so you could do it at home too with your own um, land. Like go to a tree on your house and just try to make like a bond with the land, and even like a, an offering of some sort, like just water, um, water a tree, and just like try to make a bond with the land, and you'll find that you're, um, you'll find you'll, you know. Your energy will flow better. I guess you could say, look, current flow with the current of the land instead of going against
3: it. Yeah, yeah that makes sense. And so, so maybe in ancient terms, uh, it, there's a you, we're we're describing communing with nature spirits of sorts. You're, it's kind of like um, maybe uh, professing uh, you're there, kind of peacefully, right? Kind of uh, you know, it's uh, you're, you're there to reciprocate good energy, right? It's kind of like a like a statement of that, right? Kind of to the nature at large, right?
6: exactly more like tuning into yeah tuning into the place you're at um and then like i said you'll your current will flow with it if you're working together instead of against the land
3: yeah that makes sense that makes a lot of sense to me so i've got some actual stuff here uh i'm I'm not running you off the phone you're welcome to stay as long as you like uh That corroborates exactly what you're talking about. So interestingly, as you know, I kind of go through, do some rabbit hole stuff when we talk about these things and we don't always get there. (laughs) Um, But tonight, you know, like when I don't know a lot about something, I like to read more. Uh, So we we go into these shows a little bit more prepared. And so the thing that you're describing actually came up exactly when I was uh, trying to find out uh, from different sources on the internet, of course, where the, uh, the veil is most thin and when... And uh, exactly like you're describing there, one of the things uh, which uh, I'll pull up the source and talk about it in a sec here, but was that uh, they said when, you be- when, when you're when you crossing a threshold in nature, meaning that uh, as a park ends and a lake begins, right, any, any sort of waterways, any sort of um, uh, these types of things, right? So as a forest ends or a beach begins or there's a lake or there's always something, there's a transition in the nature from one area to another and that's where you're supposed to do something like you're describing, right?
6: Yeah. And then also um, with the timing, with the thing we're talking about tonight um, on the summer solstice with the timing, um, the, you know, the old religions they worship, um, they worship the eight Holy days. And so it's like a, a wheel of a year, um, on the like the Sabbaths that they worship. And, um, yeah, it looks like, uh, imagine, you know, a pirate, um, a pirate boat wheel, like sticking out like a slices of a pie, a circle with eight lines, and uh, each one representing, you know, a holy day, and we worship them, you know, worship accordingly to the spirits of the land at that timing. And so, yeah, it's all on there, the, um, the equinox, the solstice, all the things, and then, uh, of course, you know, Halloween is on. It's one of the big um, celebrations. Is on um, October 31st. Here we celebrate October 31st, the night. But a lot of other um, places, they celebrate, you know, the um, the day, the next day. So it would be November 1st. They celebrate the day. And so if you take that, if you take that line, uh, like I said, it's a circle like a pie, um, and you, you know, follow the line straight across, you'll get, in six months from October 31st is May 1st. And so it's the same thing. They say, you know, the veil is thinnest at, um, you know, Halloween. Um, to go into the dark season well it's the same way on the opposite end in may it's the veil is thin but we're um how you say welcoming in the next season springtime.
3: right the spring so season. it's all about
6: timing too so timing has a lot to do with this stuff um so it's interesting to me that it's kind of like combined it's the land itself and the timing that we're going through into the next you know phase of the season is how you say it. Yeah um, so the, you know astrological things are going on so that um that's what we're looking at and so we line those up and see um maybe there's something more we have to look at there to see like hopefully you know now that this is we're talking about this maybe people can go out there and um on the summer solstice and go out there and get some like video footage of this
2: yeah
3: and, let's like, see it I'd love to see it. I'd love to see this stuff. Mm-hmm. And unfortunately, uh, so, so you know, I, we do a video stream as well while we're doing the, the radio stuff here. And I, we, we just can't play any of the footage because it's all, it's all, like, super copyrighted. And they'll, like, instantly take the stream down. <laughs> Otherwise, I would. There's, there's some compelling stuff. You know, Like like, as always, you know, you, you watch a bunch of UFO videos or a bunch of ghost videos. And just a grotesque portion of it is just so fake. But then sometimes you see some stuff yeah. that looks like, oh, oh, snap. Like, what is going on here, right? Like, is this real? And there it's out there. It exists, man. It exists. I, there's enough for me to to not discount this outright for sure. Oh,
6: that that's why we have the Discord.
3: Yeah, amen. Exa- join the Discord.
6: Share those videos. <laughs>
3: join the Discord, share the Yeah, yeah. I'll, I'll share some after we after we're done here. Some of that Gettysburg stuff you can't share. They'll take the stream down immediately. Uh so okay, so then so how about you? Do you have any kind of a, a actual uh, maybe paranormal switch that you can maybe turn on or tu- turn off or is this something that's kind of not really in your wheelhouse like me. Like, I'm, 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 it's basically dead to me. Like, I I don't, I don't see things. I like, I don't see dead people. You know, I I say that tongue in cheek, but, uh, do, do you see or experience these things ever?
6: Um, yeah, I'm, you know, into it. I don't like to put words like empath or medium or whatever you want. I don't like to use like words like that to call myself that. But yeah, I've, um, like I said, I've been practicing it and I try, I'm like trying to learn it, you know, trying to study it and trying to understand it. And experience it um, from that level, and so you know I've seen some things. But the whole thing with this whole what we're talking about tonight, the timing and all that, I think I think it's just something that um, it's old, it's ancient, it's been around since you know the ancients or the ancients like knew this stuff about um, you know the world's, you know astrological events occurring, I guess, and so they knew about it. So I believe there's power there, and we just have to study it and learn it and maybe try to understand it instead of. We always put it off as, you know, it's like the woo.
3: <laughs> always the woo, the the the, the, the double woo, <laughs> the woo-woo. Yeah, yeah, man. So, go ahead, go
6: ahead. Yeah, I mean, uh, I've got stories, but that's not, we'll talk about that another time.
3: Okay, cool. Uh, we got time if you want to tell a story.
6: Uh, no, we get got uh, ghost stories and all. But um, I don't have any stories that line up with what I'm talking about tonight, like how I said it gotcha. happens on a solstice or on a certain day of the year. Okay. It's enough. just kind of, it's like, it's, off
3: and on for me. Okay, fair enough. Fair enough. I appreciate it, my man. Anything else while we got you on the phone tonight?
6: Um, no, thank you, Mike. Um, keep it up. Have a good night. Uh, last couple of shows have been really good, so thank you.
3: Thanks for listening. Thanks for the call. You're the best, Matt. We'll talk to you soon. Have a great Happy night. night. There, there you go. As simple as that. If you guys want to be part of the show? We're talking about ghosts tonight, and not just uh, the old fashioned ghost, right? Like the uh, it, the what was it? The uh, night uh, Night Before Christmas? No, not like that. Uh, what was that? Nightmare Before Christmas, the cartoon. Uh, not like that, but Ghost of Christmas Past. We're talking about actual like apparitions that appear uh, in particular. That we talked about, we started with one that happened in uh, Cumbria, in England. Cumbria? Cumbria? I don't know how to say it. Uh, but uh, they're, they're apparitions that appear up on a particular ledge or hillside, mountaintop. And people see them, uh, and it goes back hundreds of years, actually, back to the 1700s, where people have seen these apparitions that are, seem to appear around Midsummer's Day, which again, right, kind of started got my brain thinking about, okay, wait, so clearly there's going to be paranormal hotspots, right? There's they exist, like like, like we said, uh, we've said, Gettysburg, uh, we've said, you know, Skinwalker Ranch, that this particular place in Cumbria and in England you could probably mention tons and tons and tons more right you go down the list there's probably a huge list of these places but then it got me thinking not just the place what about the time what about the timing of this and uh you know in this particular case they only were able to see these apparitions on midsummer's day or midsummer's day eve okay yeah so i started looking into it of course as as i do and you know it led down many rabbit holes <laughs> and many stories but here we go let me bring this up this is from a. Uh, a young lady by the name of Amanda. Uh, what is this? Let's go to the top. Amanda Lynette Meter, M-E-D-E-R, M-E-D-E-R, and I'm going to link it so you guys don't have to remember her name. Uh, and uh, thank you for the uh, the fantastic sources out there. The, you uh, you internet warriors that put up some amazing amazing content. I appreciate it a lot. So I'm going to I'm going to share this around and. Uh, Please give some love to these sources because uh this is this is the type of stuff that makes the show go round when uh you know people put good information out there that we can kind of uh, put into put into one good conversation you know what I'm saying so there we go so this is from uh, this young lady and she 's talking about not only uh the, so the article is like it, it starts like this when and where is the veil thinnest all right when and where now not only not only when and where interestingly so she's talking about. There's three, types, th- three different types of ways to experience a thin veil is what she's saying. Number one, and this is what Angela said a little bit earlier, you or a particular person can have a thin veil, meaning that you bring it with you, right? And so it doesn't have to be the particular place, but you bring it with you when you seem to bring spirits out of the woodwork, uh, for lack of a better term. Uh, and then it continues more. Uh, number two, there can be times of days and of the year when the veil is thin. And I was like, aha, I'm on to something. There's something up with Midsummer's Day, right? And so there's there's some uh, some other interesting uh, information here. And number three, there are locations with specifically thin veils, she says. All right. Pretty good stuff. So let me uh, go down the bottom here. The most uh, the one that made me go, oh, okay, I see. Uh, so uh, here we go. So what happens at a, no, 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 what's, uh, here we go. All right. Thin veil locations. And this is, of course, what I was looking for uh, in particular of uh, a hotspot, right? So, a hotspot, a paranormal hotspot, is a, a location on the globe somewhere where the veil is more thin. Now, the, according to this young lady, Amanda Meter, M E D E R, she says this There are many locations where there are thin spots between earth and spirit, but the easiest way to find them for yourself is in the spaces where a meeting of the world exists. And this is what Matt was saying usually places that are vortexes also have thin veils she says where the veil is thin on the globe number one at meetings of land and water what's up night stalker talking to you number two at meetings of day and night so we're talking about in particular dusk and dawn right Got uh, number three at ecosystem edges, kind of like we were saying, like Matt said. If you go camping and you kind of come into that space, into the nature space from where you were, as you pass over into that threshold, uh, you sort of make that uh, the that commune with the nature spirits, uh, as you know, kind of the the, the sentiment. Uh, I come in peace, and uh, you know, let's uh, let's make this a good time, and etc. so on. This continues. Number four, places where lots of natural energy generates such as waterfalls right water that's uh, that's one of the big ones not just lakes oceans waterfalls rivers seems to be a uh, very very uh, supernatural in in terms and interestingly about that uh if you're watching the uh, spoiler alert uh, skinwalker ranch they're they're wondering if there's a river that runs underneath skinwalker as part of the the latest uh revelations of what they're that's not confirmed it's just a theory they kind of tossed out as maybe part of the weird phenomenon that's happening in that particular area but but interesting waterfalls rivers that type of thing now uh, it continues anywhere where two ecosystems overlap uh okay uh, and then it says uh here's another one and this is where we get to the battlefields right mass soul transition sites and so a place like Gettysburg or maybe this place in uh, Cumbria where you get this uh, maybe army that, uh, that was on the march and uh, ended up getting massacred. It's hard to say, right? Uh, but that, that, that's, I think that's very clear. Or like uh, Matt was saying with the energy in the prisons and places like this. Uh, yeah, so it continues. Uh, places where energy meridians overlap. And then, of course, uh, geological hotspots like, um, you know, whatever. P- pick a spot on Earth and uh, there you go. There you go. So so I don't know. Like I said, it, it is interesting kind of when you start uh, going down some of these rabbit holes and the information that you find that's from from the old days, that's from, you know, the days of yore where they were discussing this stuff. And uh, like Matt said, it, it's been, this has been going on for a long time. We're just, you know, me in particular, I'm, I'm discovering these things. But I think humanity uh, is rediscovering these things. I think that uh, I think we owe a lot to the ancients uh, for paying close attention uh, to, being, to being probably in tune with those nature spirits, like Sherry said in the chat there in Facebook. What's up, Sherry? Uh, elementals of such, right? Nature spirits. Uh, it makes sense to me. It just makes sense that imagine if you, if you stripped away all of our technology. Right. And so and so, you know, there's those arguments that people make. Well, you know, are the ancients, they couldn't have possibly done these uh, perfect astronomical charts. I don't know, like literally strip away everything we have. And there's no Internet. There's no television. There's no anything. Right. All you got's like a campfire at night. To me, I think it'd be pretty easy to go sit next to the same tree every night and just draw a picture of the sky. Right. You're in the same damn spot every single day. And if you just look up at the sky and you draw it as it changes, I think it wouldn't be, you know, that difficult to really ascertain what the hell's going on out there. So, you know, in any case, like I said, if you spend enough time and pay enough attention, I think uh, nature has a way of kind of paying you back. And that's a, and that's a, I think that's just a basic example of that. But anyway, as we go, we got a few minutes left. If you guys want to be part of the show, 702-957-1037. That's 702-957-1037. We're talking ghosts tonight. And not just like you're, like I said, not the old, old fashioned, you know, goes to christmas past we're talking about particular hot spots maybe we're talking about uh different times of year where maybe these things uh happen where the the veil is most thin or thinnest as they say i don't know i don't know like uh, i don't have these answers but i do think that the conversation is fascinating and that's why i bring it up and that's why i think about it but uh it is notable that the, uh, the actual Midsummer's Day is coming up next week, next Thursday, a week from today. And so well, that's why I thought it was more relevant, and that's why it popped up in the news. It's actually a kind of a new news story here, because they're uh, d- describing what may happen next week for Midsummer's Day, when, uh, when as, as it said, the, the sun turns to the southern hemisphere, and uh, the spirits are free to roam. So um, yeah, again, like I said, I don't have the answers here. I'm just kind of kind of spitballing and trying to make sense of the world, just like you. But um, good stuff. I think this is really good stuff. So so as we do as we do this and we continue, if you guys like this show, do me a favor, spread the word. Just say, hey, look. There's a conversation going on that's uh, it's fascinating. It's not, uh, you know, we don't we don't have to have a gigantic ego and all the answers all the time. All right. We can get together and say, well, you know, I think it could be a number of things and I'm not really sure what the answer is. And that's what a conversation should be about, right? We should be able to agree or disagree and shake hands and uh, still be friends tomorrow. And I, I truly believe that. That's why we've always done it this way in this format. That's why we've, uh, th- that's what this show has always been about. So uh, like, I get, like I say, spread the word, tell a friend, uh, that's how these things grow. And if you enjoy the show, I appreciate you very much if you uh, would spread the word and let people know that there's a good conversation going on most nights of the week and um, yeah, here on the Fringe FM, all kinds of good stuff. 7 nights a week actually on the Fringe FM. So all right and uh, as as we finish we got a couple minutes left but but the thing is this right Given all these things we talked about tonight, I don't know, like I learned some stuff for sure, kind of digging into this, right? Because, you know, the way I format the show, I, 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 I get a couple slices of things and then I'm like, okay, I got some questions now. So let's kind of dig in and see what people are saying on the internet about these uh, in terms of answers and then discuss them. So we get together, we hang out. Yeah, thumbs up. Thumbs ups, guys, in the in the chats and all the stuff. Please do the things that helps, helps the algorithms and all that. But then, uh, you know, it, uh, formatting the show, it's a, it, 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 it kind of spawns more questions. And there's always more because, of course, being human is a complicated thing, is it not? I think it is. I really think it is. But okay, as we finish, as we, as we finish this up tonight, uh, just to let you know, uh, we do Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday at 7 p.m. Pacific on Fringe FM and DLive and Facebook and YouTube. I also do a new show. On uh, Monday and Friday at 3 p.m. Pacific, and it's exclusively on Twitch. And then 24 hours later, we kick it over to YouTube and the podcast feed and everything else. But if you want to catch that live Monday and Friday, 3 p.m., which we'll, uh, we'll be doing tomorrow at 3 p.m. on Twitch, if uh, you can't get enough troubled minds, I appreciate that a lot. I put a lot of work into this, and I hope you enjoy it. I hope you had a good time tonight, and uh, I hope the conversations continue. That's what this is all about. Like I said, uh, like I always say, uh, the, the bad news is we're done for tonight, at least on Fringe FM, uh, and uh, the good news with that is, God willing, we have tomorrow. So thanks for listening, guys. You're the best. As we finish this up, let me uh, smash this outro music and uh let's get out of here this has been troubled minds i'm michael strange if you're listening on the fringe fm stay tuned for joe roop lighting the void if you're listening on d live facebook or youtube stay tuned for a third hour of troubled minds and be sure be strong be true thank you for listening from our Troubled minds to yours have a great night know the deal we're going to take a two-minute break and we're going to do a third hour of troubled minds still taking your phone calls you want to be part of the show 702-957-1037 and i uh, love to hear from you what do you guys think about this uh, i, I kind of like the uh, the nature spirits i kind of like the uh the winter solstice and the uh, summer solstice and the, the equinoxes and uh all kinds of things here nature spirits the elementals and the conversation Love looking to hear from you guys and uh, two minute break. What's up, Tam Bam? I see you there. We'll be right back. We'll be right back for one more hour of Troubled Minds, commercial-free, and just uh, kicking it, hanging out with you guys. So, gonna play some quick music and uh, phone numbers up. Looking to hear from you guys tonight. What do you think? What do you think about all this stuff? And uh, I think it's good. I think it's good. I think this is a good conversation. Like I said, uh, if uh, usually if I'm having a good time, I think uh, hopefully it translates, and you are as well. So uh, I'm having a good time tonight, and I'm not. Sometimes it's forced. You know what I'm saying? You end up like kind of grinding through. You're like, should oh, shit. And what's next nah man not tonight <laughs> that's it just kind of flowed and, and that's thanks to you guys thanks to the fantastic calls all the great chat et cetera, so on playing some music and we'll be back two minute break two minute break more troubled minds in just two minutes don't go anywhere it's close enough something like that so what's up guys welcome uh welcome back to the show we're uh this is troubled minds i'm michael strange and we're hanging out we're talking about uh spirits tonight and not just your old-fashioned ghost story sort of Maybe uh, looking into what, what is this veil? What happens when you pierce the veil? What happens when uh, the Midsummer Festival happens? Is it uh, part of a spiritual event that uh, possibly draws the paranormal? and uh that's what we're talking about that's the idea tonight and uh looking to hear from you as always uh, a good conversation so far like i said uh if i if i love uh thinking about it and talking about it i hope you do as well and we got good stuff we got good stuff going on here so we're going to continue to talking about this and thinking about this tonight because that's what we do third hour so uh you can uh, it's it's time to uh go ahead and uh, drop the trousers and uh let your hair down and uh pound a little bit of whiskey and uh talk about ghosts ghost stories on the internet right So as we do, looking to hear from you, 702-957-1037. I got more to talk about, of course. I got tons, tons, tons more here. But uh, let's see. What else do we got? Let's go to the chat. Let's say hi and be social. And uh, what's up, Tam Bam? I see you there. Uh, What's going on? What's up, Sherry? Uh, (laughs) I'm not reading that, Sherry. I'm not reading that comment, but that's funny. Uh, Tam says... Uh, Have any of you seen the YouTuber called Hassan Barbar? Uh, He has awesome content on uh, ghosts and he hunts them. Uh, I haven't seen that, actually, in particular. Uh, I'll check it out. Kelly says, the Hoya Baisu Forest, I'm probably mispronouncing that, like I mispronounce everything, is considered the most haunted forest in the world, located in Romania. Hundreds of people have gone missing, seen UFOs, seen orange red balls of light, missed Women's laughter, uh, voices, laughter, and people being scratched. In the center of the forest lies a circle where plant life doesn't grow. This spot is believed to be part of a portal to another dimension. Huh? That sounds scary as hell, man. Uh, I've never heard of that. That's amazing. So so that would kind of be in line with exactly what we're talking about, right? Some sort of actual uh, nature portal um, of, of sorts, of sorts. Uh, let's see what's up? what's up tam thank you very nice so we can never get enough of troubled minds thank you that's very nice of you uh kelly says so from my research into this phenomenon the shadow type beings people are interdimensional beings they are uh but the other things uh, seen as ghosts that take the resemblance of people presumably dead and their loved ones that return for at least a goodbye um uh, or something to that effect or it could be some that are trapped here and can't leave and, and again that's that's kind of a fascinating uh topic right there is that uh so it so okay many people believe in ghosts right some people don't fine many people do uh, what do you think they are are they the two different uh versions of like we discussed earlier just meaning that uh are some trapped spirits that can't leave like actual human spirits that are here for some reason and uh, in that uh, sheol or purgatory or, or that state of transition that just cannot resolve, whatever that happens to be. Or is it, uh, like Matt was saying, that like there's different energies in uh, these residual energies, uh, very good with the analogy of the playground and the prison. And these energies uh, kind of collect over time because people are there with these uh, longstanding emotions. And these things uh, sort of uh, capture in time like a a residual energy that kind of repeats itself in patterns. And that, that could explain the ghostly phenomenon as well. Right. The ghost phenomenon. I don't know. So like I said, uh, these, th- there's a couple different theories. I was just reading up tonight and kind of looking at, uh, into some of this stuff as, you know, as I do try not to come here completely unprepared. And, um, there's some, there's some fascinating stuff here and, and people putting out some really good work like that. Uh, I, I can't stress enough how good I think that blog is, um, from, uh, what was her name? Here you go. From, uh, she had the whole. She has her whole name on the domain. You know, when you put like a a whole full name on the domain, and you, you know, there's no spaces. It's Amanda Lynette Meder, M E D E R, and uh, this was uh, published in 2014. But she's talking about what, where, when, and where is the veil thinnest. And uh, fascinating stuff here and talking about, uh, you know, three different ways to experience a thin veil. And like Angela said earlier, uh, you or a particular person can be the thin veil. Like it it comes with you. And so as a result, you're able to kind of see these things um, as a result of your just just your natural being. Uh, another one, there can be uh, times a day or time of the year where the veil is in, kind of what we're talking about tonight, and uh, not just particular hot spots with like a Skinwalker or this particular place in, in, in England. Sorry, it's not the UK anymore, it's England, so forgive me for uh, for messing that up, guys. But uh, so in England, and uh, this, uh, you know, like maybe this is the situation, it's a, it's a place particular area or a time of day meaning midsummer midsummer's day right where they see these things or the locations of course which is uh you know back to that so we got time we got location and then we also have the people involved and that's what uh salcedo actually said uh when he called in earlier as well that he said he thinks there's many factors at play here and it's not just one of these it's uh it's several of these and it's so clearly uh you know unscientific because you can't really. You can't really quantify it in that, you know, you're with doing your little spreadsheet, you know, they're trying to. It's Skinwalker Ranch. I don't know if you guys are watching that show. Like I said, I uh, I get irritated when I see grown men digging a hole to spooky music, but uh, you know, when there's like magnetic and radiation anomalies and stuff going on all over the place, um, uh, you know, and that that kind of comes and goes with time i think that uh i think we have a different a different situation there right uh, d- definitely a different situation so so i don't know it, it, it's compelling enough to keep me watching even though like i said spooky music and grown men digging is not really like a scary thing you know what i'm saying <laughs> in any case all right so that's the conversation tonight so uh, when is the veil thinnest is really what we're looking at and so is it is it place is it time is it uh the person the people involved and uh, looking to hear from you. Do you guys have uh, takes on this? Uh, again, uh, kind of like the nature spirits, like we said. Um, elementals, maybe, as Sherry brought up. Uh, these types of things. I mean, uh, I think there's a lot here, a lot to talk about. And uh, I'm just happy it's summer. Is anybody happy that it's, that's, you know, let's, let's call it the summer after, well, it's not really exactly summer yet, but we'll call it late spring. And uh, it's the summer after the dark winter. Does anybody feel better just better <laughs> i mean you know that dark winter winter transition it seems to have shrugged off the weight like the the, the, the weight of atlas off of our shoulders I don't know. I I, I just feel um, I feel better. I hope I hope that you know this this uh, positive notion is finding you guys as well. And uh, I, ho- I hope there's a uh, some some better going on out there. We uh, Lord knows we need it. It's been it's been a pretty brutal year uh, in many ways. But okay, looking here from you guys. So if you have uh, any uh, any uh, takes on this, uh, what do you think? What's going on with uh, the rest of this stuff? 702-957-1037. That's seven zero two nine five seven one zero three seven and you can be part of the show part of the show and uh we'll uh, we'll put you on and we'll talk about all kinds of uh sweet ghostly things or whatever else is going on out there um let's see let's see uh what else do we got what else is happening uh let's read the chat let's go to the chat now we're i uh, do a little more social off the radio Yeah, there you go. Sherry says definitely something to look up in Romania. Yeah, I've never heard of that. That's that's pretty crazy Yeah, Tam, I've heard of that one. Uh, Tam says uh, there's also that Japanese suicide forest that has tons of ghost sightings. I have heard of that one where people go to hang themselves, right, in this particular, like, spooky forest. Yeah, yeah, crazy stuff. I do know about that one. Uh, Kelly says, it's their true form anyway. We are all energy. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Uh, Sherry says, if you have noticed this motorcade, you can see he's on his way out soon, Mike. (laughs) Uh, I've noticed quite a few things. (laughs) I've noticed quite a few things about, about, I've noticed that the, uh, that the, (laughs) that the, (laughs) the uh, what you call it uh, has has stood down the uh, the deep state has basically stood down, and uh yeah now that they 're they 're happy the president does what he 's told so <laughs> everybody everybody seems to be okay now that the unelected officials are back in power <laughs> that 's for sure uh, Tam says, I really do think that seeing a ghost or residual energy is a direct relation to an event or person. With high emotional attachment or event, yeah, and uh, kind of like that blog uh, was uh, discussing that there's a maybe a trauma involved, but uh, I may you know I don't think that uh, it has to be, but I think you're right. I think there's probably that's what maybe triggers the uh, the energy right, the emotional energy. Uh, the, I mean, like think about it. The most famous like spirit things are you know like the the haunted house of you know Amityville Horror, right? Or like you know uh, the poltergeist and uh, you know the the, uh, the, 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 what's her name? Uh, the, the, the girl that was possessed, you know, from the, the exorcist, which by the way was based on a real story. It wasn't a little girl it was a little boy. If you remember, we did that show back in the day with, uh, I think Frank was still here back then when we talked about the exorcist, but, uh, yeah, I mean, I don't know, like this is the type of stuff. Like I said, if you guys have takes on this, looking to hear from you. Anybody have, um, kind of some medium type situations where you sense the energy or maybe you could tell it changes, as the calendar changes let's let's for instance let's say this um if the the actual uh energy you feel starts to change as the the calendar changes meaning that as we're as we draw near to the midsummer's festival as it would be or the the summer solstice which would be the longest day of the year do you feel like an actual change in energy and not just like me, like I said, I feel good coming out of the dark winter, lots of things, you know, they're not making us wear masks. There's a whole bunch of stuff going on. That's like, you know, positive, but I mean, just like in general terms, like n- not nothing to do with that stuff. Just do you feel it? Do you sense it? Is it something that's, um, that's actually, um, well, uh, well, well, I don't know. Is it real? I guess, is it real? Uh, so that's what's going on. That's what's happening here. That's what we're talking about. And uh, give me a call. There's more to talk about, which I'll pull up and talk about in just a sec. But uh, I prefer to talk to you, as you guys know. There's a, I got lists of all these haunted places and all kinds of stuff. So I kind of like this article. Let's go back to this for just a sec. Uh, this is from, again, this is from Amanda Lynette Meder, M-E-D-E-R. Really great stuff here, talking about the, uh, when the veil is most thin. Personal veils. I've never heard it in those terms, right? Actual personal veils. And so she says some of us are naturally more sensitive to the unseen world you may have heard of others calling it, call it having thin skin uh, and then she says in my post born with a veil you are a, are you a natural born psychic i talk about this and how we all have moments where our personal boundaries drop and in these we can have private moments of experience where the veil is thinnest for us these moments are also known as piv- pivotal events change points or before and after moments. When we are in a change moment, our auric shell is shedding, so temporarily thinner. Thus, we may be more perceptive during these times. Personal veils can drop, and this can be precipitated by a near-death experience, the birth of a child, or some other wrinkle in time. In the brief moment of change, we experience a thin veil, and some of us feel that charge in the air. And that's what I'm asking. Do you guys feel that as the weather changes? And not just the weather, as the maybe the, you know, the, 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 what would you call it? The zodiac, basically, right? The celestial events as the the things go in circles and, you know. Circles of circles and, you know, very complex stuff going on out there in the uh, the cosmos. Uh, so anyway, sleep may be more frequently interrupted as it's buzzier around you, for example, she says. Uh, and the signs of a thinning veil can be similar to spiritual awakening signs or other types of ascension signs. So good stuff. Like I said, personal times of the day. Uh, you're uh, Again, uh, different places, different, uh, different times of the year. I think this is all great. I think it's all uh, like just... Like I said, it is a wide world after all. And what I mean is it's a wide, wide universe. There's a lot of things out there. So it does, uh, fascinates me, worth talking about. But again, like I said, I got, I got a list. Don't make me go into my list of battles and start pointing out some of these other places where this stuff happens to kind of reinforce the points here. I'd rather talk to you guys. If you're ready, you're up. 702 And you know the deal? I want to sip some whiskey. And if I'm talking constantly, I can't. So uh, yeah, 702. Nine five seven one zero three seven. Let's see. Look at that, Jay. I know Jay's listening to me because he jumps in the thing. He knows he's all. Damn it! I got to give Mike a second to sip some whiskey. Let's go to Jay in New York. Thanks, Jay. I appreciate it, buddy. <laughs> Thanks for giving me a second to sip, sip some whiskey. How are you tonight, sir?
0: Uh, I'm just a fuzz behind. Cool. Thanks. Yeah. No, no. um No sweat. Take your time. No, it's all right. Um all good. you're bouncing all over the place right now. We're talking about all kinds of different things. Um get back to the paranormal from the beginning. Yeah, definitely. Um So I sent you out that C D today. Hopefully it works out with Thank the you. pictures of it and stuff like that. But You know, I've owned a lot of buildings. I've worked in buildings that were vacant for, you know, 15, 20 years where there were murders and stuff like that. One dude was beat with a trophy. It was gruesome. But I'm telling you, there's weird, weird stuff that goes on, you know. The big flowing thing that you see in the poltergeist and stuff like that. I've never really seen anything like that. Some floaties on the corner of your eye, you know where the girl was killed downstairs in the basement of the temple that I bought there. But the mirror in the house, we have a mirror in the house. The house that I have is an old funeral home. There's a mirror in the house when you walk by it. There's always, like, like you know how when you look at a mirror, you can kind of look at the stuff that's in the corners of the room through the side of the mirror when you're looking directly into it? And when you walk by it, it always looks like there's somebody standing in the corner of the room. Uh, it's I, the way you died, dear. I get
3: you know. that sometimes too, where I'm like, "What the hell is that?" Right? It like, and you turn and you swear you saw somebody. I get that, but I don't know. I, I I I always feel like I'm tricking myself. You know what I mean? It's like, it's like your brain and the patterns and the I don't know. I don't know.
0: Like, I don't know if I'm tired, anything. the lighting, yeah, you know, yeah. try to write all this up because if you say, oh, my house has got ghosts in it, people kind of think you're a little loony and they don't want to talk to you.
3: Well, I mean, you know, I tell ghost stories on the internet for crying out loud. I'm not worried about being called a loon.
0: Well, <laughs> 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 yeah, but you know, you're doing pretty well.
3: Well, I'm just um, saying, I'm just saying, thank thank you. But I'm just saying, like, I'm not worried about that.
0: <laughs> but no, I see them. I, I mean, I do. I mean, you, you know, I mean, I've worked in old houses. That's what I do, you know. Right now I'm repairing round windows, you know, who the hell makes round windows, but these people want them repaired. So I'm over there just, you know, well, take one home, take it apart, take it home to the shop, make another one. looks just like that one. Bring it back. Hope it sets.
3: (laughs) 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 That sounds painful.
0: (laughs) (laughs) It's brutal, dude. It, It is brutal wait it so absolutely-
3: so so you work in a ton of ton of old houses have you have you ever like run into them where you were like no shit, for sure this place is haunted you ever had anything like that happen uh,
0: the, the one that i'm working in right now for sure no shit, this place is haunted because nothing that should be the simplest thing ever ever goes right there is like a bad juju there that has been going on since the place was built the place was built and like I'm going to say 1890. It's a little bit older than that, but a lot of stuff was built between like 1880 and 1890. So we'll put it on the high side just so there's not exaggeration. Okay. And the places had like 30 owners, like people own it for two or three years and they sell it. And the family's doctor's office was in there for a little while. He remodeled it. He was in there for two years. He left. I'm telling you, there's a juju there that just ain't right you know, built on an Indian burial mound, or I don't know, man. There's something going on there that just ain't cool. Skinwalker. When you're there, <laughs> yeah, kind of like the same thing. Skinwalker Ranch, man. You know, there's just that's something you feel it when you walk in there. You know, I told you about going to the serpent mounds and stuff like that in Ohio and stuff like that. You like have a feeling of positive energy when you're when you're there. You know, it yeah. just it's. something peaceful about it when you walk into this house you're like oh man this sucks man there's something funk going on here it's not that late as the cats downstairs neither you know but
3: (laughs) (laughs) right right i got you i got you something actually bad Has, Mm -hmm. has anybody seen like a like a hammer levitate or anything like that while you guys while you're working on this stuff
0: i i've seen like strings and stuff like that get wrapped around like carrying ladders and stuff like that. The embalming room here in the house, the, the funeral home that I bought, it's actually my house. But the embalming room, there was a string hanging down that had a light that would melt your eyes out of your head and that, because, you know, doing the work that you were doing in there. And it was a string switch. A broom, dude. You could carry a broom through that room and that string would get wrapped around it so it would turn that light on and I left it on I left that light on until the light bulb burned out <laughs> I never turned it off
2: <laughs>
3: cuz the TV on, on huh?
0: <laughs> I don't have a microwave in my house I don't even own a microwave because the microwave would just at random times go on for like 3 minutes
3: Yeah and not only that you you were a ways back when you called on you were talking about that microwave where they tested the water that they were microwaving?
0: The, the, the Yeah, the organic farm that I worked at. Yeah, yeah. They, Cornell University did a study where they, they wanted to use the— it was all pond water, and it was straight pond water, filtered pond water, and microwaved pond water obviously cooled before they watered control groups of plants with it and the microwave water plants did for not on the air um not on the fringe no um did really poorly you know
3: yeah that's not good that's not good that's not
0: good good. so so i I mean that's what you're doing to your food when you're eating it you know
3: yeah i rarely microwave things rarely rarely it's just not as good like you know you put it in the oven you get a little little bit crispy on the edges you can't do that shit in the microwave (laughs) it just doesn't
0: work that way. well when you come down in the kitchen and stuff like that and you're grabbing a glass of water in the middle of the night and the dog's kind of standing there staring off in space with the fur standing up on thing the microwave kicks (laughs) off for three minutes you take the microwave out of the i saw poltergeist when i was a little kid it creeped me the hell out man Really, the microwave was gone the next day. You know.
3: Wait, wait! You saw it with your own eyes, a poltergeist. No, no,
0: no, no! The movie. Oh, right, I saw right, right. the movie Poltergeist yeah. when I was a little kid.
3: Yeah, yeah, me too, me too. Uh, it scared the piss out of me. So, so I was actually going to make a make a, a, a parallel to the to the poltergeist there. If you if you remember at the end of the first poltergeist movie, yeah, uh, spoiler alert, guys, on like a thirty five year old movie or forty year old movie, however long it's been. Uh, but. Uh, uh, they so finally when they they're, they're done they're like we're out of here they leave the house and they go into a hotel, and so during during the, the 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 movie the little girl is communicating to the spirits through the television right with the static right yeah, we'll do the static we'll do uh, there we go like the static, right? Like the, you know, and she's like uh, hands on the TV and she's like, you know, it's doing static. And she's like, they're here. You remember that? <laughs> and I'm like, who's here? Honey? Run to the light. Yeah, man. The, Run to the light. Yeah. The, the TV people are here. Right. With the static on the TV. And so they, they in the end of it, uh, they go into a, a hotel. And uh, the first thing that dad does is he takes the TV that's in the hotel room and just slings it out the door on the cart and then closes the door. Reminds me of your microwave story, right there. You're like, microwave turns on The TV on my show? is the
0: same way. Oh, does it? Does it? Don't turn, on turn my the show? don't don't turn the TV off. Just don't. The TV has been on here for 22 years, dude. Don't do it, huh? Nope. You push the on button when you're setting it up, and when it stops working, you go get a new one. And they are calm now they're absolutely calm very rarely the lady in the bedroom when you're walking to the bathroom and the mirror on the door the closet is always there right she's on. always there always there but
3: hey so so uh back to back to the thing then so so what do you think about the uh, so you know we we've had uh, several takes tonight and, and I, I i appreciate actually that people calling in that we're we're open to the idea of several things being true at once uh, so, what do you think about the uh, the hot spots about in particular the areas, and then maybe the time of year with maybe the equinoxes or the solstices and things like this?
0: When we were kids, um, I lived in Ohio and there was a place called the uh, Hawking Hills, and there was a great big, huge cross, probably twelve fifteen feet across at the bottom, probably fifty feet tall. you know you could see it for miles and miles away on the top of the hill. And the rumor was that was on a geographical pentagram on the planet, a cross point, a heavy point or something like that. And it was a true battle between good and evil in that spot. And that was a really weird spot, you know? So I just, I don't know, Mike. I mean, there's just so many little things, you know, you're working in the building and you hear the thumping around upstairs when you know there's nobody here and like, okay, is it a raccoon? Am I going to go check it out? Well, no, I've seen enough movies. The guy goes and checks out why the radio is blaring in the basement gets it first. You know, you don't do that. You know, the temple, the the temple was bad. I mean, there was like a screeching, screaming, the, the banshees from hell sound that would happen And when that would go off, I would just leave. I'm not going up there to see what that is. I I don't want to know what that is. You know, just got to be careful. You got to be really careful dealing with that stuff because we don't know what it is. You know, how mad was that person when they died? How evil is that spirit or that demon or whatever it is? You know, it's like even with the remote viewing thing that. We're trying to do and stuff like that. <clears throat> that's careful, you know. Actually, even put the warning in there. Don't try to reach out to aliens while you're doing that.
2: Yeah,
3: I mean, you know, uh, yeah. And I think I think that's uh, something we we didn't even really talk about is that uh, you know the nature the nature of spirits, right? I think that uh, it, it always depends. And uh, I don't know. I think you know, uh, basically, some people will say that that's it's you know like like you just got to be careful and you're fine, but. I'm not so sure because I I would think that uh, benevolent spirits would be very much the same as malevolent spirits. Just the malevolent ones would trick you and make you try and think they're trying to help you you know what i mean <laughs>
0: nah, i'm a good guy i'm not gonna hurt you i just exactly, wanna hang out right? and watch the yankees game with you
3: well isn't that what like you a know? isn't that what bill gates does what a sociopath would do <laughs> 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 I'm, just saying, I'm just throwing his name out there as an example it, 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 i don't really mean that of course i'm just saying you know like you know like the, a bad person is not going to be like
0: i'm here to hurt you right that's not the way it works. Yeah, we're yeah we yeah, we're going to give a speech, and you know about how we should depopulate the planet, and then <laughs> tell you okay, we're okay. going to be the ones that want to. <laughs> okay, hand you out that makes people. All right, let's no, stop. On.
3: Sorry, I, it was a bad joke. It was a bad mm-hmm. joke. I, I don't. Let's not yep. go down that road. But anyway, you get you get my point. A bad person is not going to tell you I'm here to hurt you, right? And so I think if you're communicating with these things, I think you know again that's kind of really not in the purview of what we're talking about tonight. But I, I think it, yet it remains as a as something, right? Something worth adding to the conversation because. Uh, because what what uh, yeah Tam says this on uh, Facebook we shouldn't mess with the dead anyway and I agree I agree what's up Anthony I see there buddy with the 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 sad face why are you sad don't be sad no you're, you're in you're in a, you're in a good spot now you're here you're here what's up Vicky Vicky on Facebook says I can feel spirits in houses and that's exactly what I'm saying so like uh, there there are people out there uh, my mom is like this she says that uh, she can she can see things right and she says she doesn't like to bring it up because people just think she's batshit insane. Doesn't even like to bring it up in front of me. And she knows I do. She knows I'm basically spooky on the Internet. Right. And it, like she listens to the show sometimes and she still doesn't like to bring it up in front of me, you know. So it's like it's there. Right. It's, it's kind of a real thing that you, you uh, if you do, uh, people think you're you're batshit. You know, people think you're clinical. And I don't know. I don't know. I don't think that's the case, of course. But, uh, you know, uh, clearly there are some people that are say they see things and they don't and should probably get help. But I don't think that's the case if you see things you know what i mean i don't know i don't know
0: I if the cd works out can we get mom to call in and give her her take on it maybe maybe
3: we'll see she's called in before i don't like her calling into the show because uh no well because it creeps me out because i think i'm treating her differently and i think that you guys will pick up on it and Find out who my mom is. <laughs> so that's why. Oh, that's why. So, I, it's,
0: that, that, well, it is the internet and stuff like that. We have yeah,
3: exactly. I'm not, I'm not trying to have, you know, not, not like we're celebrities here or anything, but I'm not, not just not trying to have people find out where I live. So, yeah. So, yeah. I will, how about this? I'll ask her and then I'll tell you about it. I'll tell you what she says. We could do that.
0: No, that's cool. And that. if it doesn't work out, I got out to the emails to the, Girls who did the first one and I'm trying to get out an email for the guys that did the second one over there at the temple Okay, so to if don't see know if what, I can get a new burn or a copy.
3: If you don't know what Jay's talking about He uh, he purchased a Masonic temple uh, an old old one and he's got some actual artifacts from it He's got like an old encyclopedia set but he actually had people come in and do like a ghost hunt inside this Masonic temple because uh, There it seemed to be haunted and so he's got like the uh, a video like a disk of the data and some video that they did uh, they did EVPs and stuff, as far as I've, I've, I understand. And they, this is like a.
0: Baseline. They had a box. They had a four light box that they went in, and they would ask it questions to what light, you know, red, yes, no, you know, multiple choice for colors and it's stuff like, a, like that. Like a dip. And box. the thing started working. Yeah, the thing started working. And I was like, "Wow, dude." Okay, so they're talking to the one in this really creepy place where everybody in town knows that somebody was murdered brutally.
3: Okay, and that's not good. So, so
0: But the thing starts getting mad. The thing starts getting mad, and he goes, do you want us to leave and leave you alone? And the thing starts saying, yes, 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 yes. Are we bugging you? Yes, 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 yes. And then the thing starts just going red, 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 and then all the colors start freaking out. And I'm like, dude, you are obviously ticking this thing off maybe we should move on and then when they do the ghost well i mean because there's like eight places in the building that these little emp thingies i i I am not a ghost hunter i could probably take you out squirrel hunting rabbit hunting deer hunting you want to go out there and find a ghost i don't know i don't have any i don't have any of the materials i need other than the fact that it's creepy over here That's all I got,
3: you know? Yeah, yeah. Uh, A a couple things. We got uh, Vicky says, I can feel spirits in houses. Tam says, me too, shivers down my spine and everything. Vicky says, there are others in the family who can feel spirits besides me. I hear them too. And uh, Tam wants to know, Jay bought a temple. So let me finish the story, Jay. So, so, uh, and let me know, correct me if I'm wrong. So just to recap, so Jay's talked about it a lot and not just on the show when he calls in from time to time. I know the reference because he told me the story originally, and I know not everybody listens to every minute of the show. So that's why I'm recapping here. So Jay bought a Masonic temple and they thought it was haunted. Okay, He had uh, not just one, two groups of ghost hunters show up, and he's got a disc he thinks is actually the actual data from this, and he's sending it to me. So I'm going to check it out. He couldn't get it to play, uh, so I'm going to see if I can fix whatever's wrong with it. And maybe we'll have data from like an actual unique ghost hunt that was in a property that he owns that used to be a very, very old Masonic temple. So who knows, right? Uh, hopefully uh, I won't joke about what the disc might be otherwise, but hopefully it's the, the disc we think it is, and it's uh, we get some actual like... Pretty cool, like a uh, unique ghost, sort of ghost hunting evidence that maybe we can, uh, maybe, maybe even watch and put on the stream if you're okay with that and discuss some of it. I can. Uh, that.
0: That's why I said it to you. Okay,
3: sweet, sweet.
0: So there you go. Share it with everybody. I'm sure the people that made it would probably be super stoked that yeah, someone's yeah. showing their data
3: nice. Yeah. 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 That would be cool. That would be totally cool. So yeah, um, I'm looking forward to it. So Jay sent it today. There's a tracking there. I'll uh, keep an eye on it and go pick it up from the PO box. So if you guys have anything like that you want to send to me, there is a PO box and, uh, you can uh, do it at, uh, find it in the discord. It's pinned up right in the top in the general channel. I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna pimp it. I'm not trying to say send me things. I'm just saying if you have something like that to send, we have a way to do it. So we, uh, if you want to, so just FYI. Uh, so, okay. So, uh, well, maybe right. So, I, so we're drinking the maybe juice again tonight. Is uh, is you know, these things exist, and there's there's uh, people out there that say they feel these spirits. How about you? Do you do you consider yourself like a medium of sorts, uh, or do you are you kind of more like me, where you're sort of like a spiritual obtuse, let's say?
0: I don't know. I, I I feel it in places. You know, like when you walk into a church or something like that. There's a feeling of peace. You know, you walk into. I don't know, a bar or like a gas station in the middle of the hood, you can feel the attitude of the people around there, you know, just because they're different people are at church because they want to be there except yeah. for the kids. Yeah. It, it, you know, the people that are in the hood are, I'm going to have to say pissed that they're there because nobody wants to go to the gas station in the middle of the hood.
3: Yeah. Yeah. Well, I mean, for you're, any reason. yeah. Uh, you know, and like the, the worst parts of like you know, inner cities, you're, you're getting scoped out, you know, if, if you're an, an easy mark to be robbed and stuff, it's happening. There's people there's, there's lookouts. And like, I, I've been to places I used to deliver stuff and uh, a driver, you know, I'm delivering actually medications to people. And uh, like, there were some places I would go to and like, you pull into the joint and like no shit, like immediately you feel, every eye in the place on you. It's like, like, like that. I feel people like that. Like, like I can sense people and s- sort of that, but beyond that, uh, if it's not people, if it's something else, I like, I, I have, it seems like I have a, a blind spot, let's say, but yeah, definitely people, man, I can, I can sense that stuff. Like, a, like I can, I can tell you where the drug lookouts are, because i sense their eyeballs on me like i'm that guy like i know what the hell's going on around me at all times i got eyes in the back of my head right but for people not for other things so
2: yeah
0: crazy you don't feel odd like i mean you don't you don't have feelings of peace like when you're out with a dog and mrs strange on like a nature walk or something like that yeah but but that's different
3: Uh, yeah but that's a little different like i don't i don't consider that like 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 a like a spiritual thing you know what i'm saying like I don't know maybe i'm
0: wrong have you ever been to somebody's place or something like that and like wow this place kind of creeps me out you know yeah yeah Gar- garbage laying around dirty dishes and shit you know yeah 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 but i mean
3: it's, it's, i don't know like like you know like you, you you try not to be judgmental of people and you know what i'm saying like i don't know like like maybe uh i see these things and i my sixth sense kicks in and i ignore it i i, I don't know i don't know maybe but I'm just saying, like, I it just feels like I'm a spiritual obtuse, and I'm fi- I'm fine with that. I'm okay. It's
0: okay. Like I you, th- you might be better off. Sometimes it's creepy. I'm telling you, when you're over there trying to clean up the floor of the thing for your first party, where you're having a band in the place for the first time in thirty years, you know, yeah, you, you, you start hearing this creepy stuff like that going around, and you're like, okay, I'll just turn the radio up a little bit louder and not go check it out, you know.
3: Yeah, no, Just, it, it happened to me the other day in here where uh, right in the house, I, I, I was walking, turned a corner, and I swear I saw somebody standing off to my left and was one of those like, you snap your head and you're like, what the hell was that, you know, and then you... Your brain kicks in. You start trying to, you know, goes into overdrive. You're trying to like, okay, was that a shadow? Did I see something move? What was standing there? And is it a pareidolia? Am I playing tricks on myself? You know, that happens from time to time. It's been the
0: half an hour analyzing. It. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> what like,
3: was that? Right, exactly. It happens from time to time. And uh,
0: I, when we were leading those ghost hunters around the one time, my buddy and I were like, kind of thinking, you know, we were very skeptical. Good time, yeah, a lot of people have been, you know, dead over here and everything else like that. And we're like standing off where they're doing their thing, talking about what we're doing with the building and a section of it that's falling down. Blah 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 blah. Right, and we both see something like a white floaty thing heading down the hallway, and I'm like, "Did you see that?" And I'm like, "Nope." You're gonna tell them about that? And I'm like, "Nope." And nope. <laughs> whatever the hell that thing was floating down that way we are not going that away
3: uh, yeah yeah yeah
0: yeah i don't know you know just, don't do it i mean i mean just it, it's the same way with the aliens and everything else the show's about you know it was just, are you gonna be running up there with a great big sign hey man i'm your friend yeah wow you're slim picking it look at that that's great oh man dinner served dinner is. we got a hundred thousand I'm going to get on the ship right now we don't even uh, have to beg for them yeah yeah oh yeah exactly I, I do have to correct you on the story yeah do it no do, do it the, we didn't ask the ghost hunters to come to us okay we had them begging us okay just to let them in the building okay that's cool and yeah the The first guy was a guy that was going to help us set up our Halloween party because the first party we had with the band and all that was a Halloween party. And he was going to help us try to make some money and lead ghost tours around groups of 10 at a time for three days around Halloween. And it didn't pan out because city council and laws and blah, blah, blah. But he came and did this thing anyway with the owners and wives and that and we went around he found some stuff and put it out on his facebook page this is all on my instagram too masonic temple i don't i haven't looked at it since the building got rid of it 1996. But, <laughs> no 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 it was like 2015 I'm instagram just kidding. i'm just kidding. I'm gonna see if i can <laughs> access my instagram still
3: yeah right like uh
0: right. um because i could probably screenshot it and send it to you on the thing okay. on the discord right couldn't i Yeah, you should be able to do that. Yeah, you should.
3: Yeah, you should be able to just send the link and we should be able to see that the account. Uh, So Mary says, I have one. uh, So I I had an old Mason book found at the dump, had all the architect blueprints of the temples of the world. I ended up selling it at a garage sale. I wish I kept it now. I have one silver badge I kept. Uh, It has the triangle and Bible book inside. So Jay, because of the temple he bought, has an entire Masonic encyclopedia set. And it's
0: those were in the funeral home. Oh, the were in the funeral home. It wasn't in the other when home? I bought the when I bought yeah when I bought the funeral home. They were all in the funeral home, and all the guys that were the funeral directors here at the funeral home were masons at the place. Uh, uh, it's like a pitching wedge away from my house.
3: I th- I think the uh, the, uh, the 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 world's trying to tell you something, Jay. Maybe you should be a mason.
0: <laughs> I had a hundred year old guy call me up, and he goes, "My name is Emric Beers." I used to be the Grand Pooba, whatever, <laughs> of the Masani Temple. Could I would like to get in and see what sixty six and sixty four Main Street look like today? And I'm like, dude, anytime you want. Really? And he goes, Well, I got my hundredth birthday tomorrow, so I can't do it, but could we do it on Sunday? And I said I will do it anytime you want, sir. <laughs> nice. 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 <laughs> he drove himself there in a station wagon and walked through every single room and told me stories about all of it. And at the end of our conversation, we sat down in a room that I had set up for my office with the blueprints and plans and letters you have to write, blah, blah, blah. Right. And he goes, i will sponsor you to be a mason
3: i told you so the, the universe is reaching out bro it's a, they're after you they're after you you're a mark you're, a target. you're coming to get me you your target <laughs> a couple questions in the chat vicky wants to know mike do you live in an old home no it's kind of newer uh it's like a 90s build something like that so no uh but but who knows right we're uh, way up here in the north side of vegas like a northwest side and so who knows, right? This was, uh, back in the day, this was uh, this was a whole, like, uh, uh, native land, right? So who knows? Like, who knows what's going on? So, uh, so I'm not saying it is or isn't. I'm just saying that uh, I, I don't notice these things. Uh, Tam says, have you ever heard of the Black Hat Man? It's so scary. Yes. Uh, yes, uh, the shadow people will actually uh, be... Um, we'll probably at some point revisit the shadow people and have a discussion about that and talk about the hat man, uh, have heard of that. And Vicki wants to know, Jay, what state do you live in? I know, but, uh, you can, you can answer that one because <laughs> you're, you, hey,
0: you're New you. York, New York, yeah. upstate New York, Jay from. Jay from, York.
3: Jay from New York. Yeah. So, uh, upstate New York. So, uh, yeah, I mean, and that's, and that's actually, that's like the old part of the country, right. For, for like a lot of that, that, uh, uh, traumatic stuff, meaning that uh, you know the, the the war and you know the Revolutionary War and uh, the Civil War and uh, the things that were like uh, going on in that neck of the woods. Like there's some there's some there's some heinous shit up up over there. So,
0: so we've got slave tunnels. I redid a porch on a house and stuff like that. Exactly. The guy wanted me to rent a lift for him and stuff like that. And I'm like, no, I don't think so. And I'm like, well, and he's like, why is that? And I says, well, because you got cisterns underneath your house and stuff like that. And it kind of looks like you have a tunnel. So we pulled the rock up underneath in the basement, up under the thing. There's a tunnel that goes all the way down to the river, probably like 200 yards. Holy it was a slave. Yeah, it was a, what you call it, um, Underground Railroad. Yeah, the actual Underground yeah. Railroad. That's amazing, man. They almost, lost, when they were redoing the road, the backhoe almost lost it because it collapsed part of the tunnel Yeah, two blocks away from his house.
3: Holy smokes, did they, did you ever follow up on the, uh, see if there was like a famous connection there or, I, I'm sure the, like, so that was clandestine and not really, you know, it'd be,
0: um, no, actually, Isaac Perry, I don't know how well anybody is into architecture or anything else like that, but Isaac Perry was a really great architect back in, the, uh, 1870, maybe 1890, building, he was one of the guys that got like the big buildings up over eight, nine stories with, concrete filled cast iron and stuff like that but he built an inebriate asylum up here that looks like a castle we talked about that too one day that i was going the next day to take a tour of um but the architect of the houses of these places and stuff like that they were the most prominent people in town that were doing that back then no um should i not be saying the town No, you're okay. You're You're fine. Binghamton in upstate New York was like the highest per capita of millionaires for probably like 50 years.
3: Okay. All right.
0: Um, IBM was invented here. Um, All the shoes for the military from like everything since like 1840 or something like that up until Vietnam were made in Binghamton.
3: I've actually got some. So I pulled up all kinds. I got ghost stories from uh, Vietnam. I got ghost stories from uh, Civil War. I got ghost stories from all over the damn place. Uh, interesting, you bring up Vietnam. But but uh, so let me ask you those because we did we've talked about Gettysburg in the past. Have you ever been to Gettysburg yourself?
0: Yeah, we took all the Boy Scouts there.
3: Okay, uh, did
0: you? That's a very solemn place. That's a there's a very solemn. We were actually there um, at church. At the, they have a really nice church there um built and we went there for mass with all the boy scouts on um memorial day we took the, all the boy scouts up there yeah that's a different kind of place man didn't really see anything it was more of a feel kind of place but yeah. we were also there during the day and camping you know 25 30 miles away cuz it's memorial day you can't get a campsite in there unless you do it 10 years in advance
3: yeah 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 totally but, totally. Uh, Christopher says our home was built in 1930 and a realtor told us a lady died here many years ago. So I was kind of eager to maybe see her ghost, but we've been here for four years now and haven't seen anything sadly. So I guess her spirit went elsewhere. Uh, good show tonight, Mike. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you for listening. Thanks for sticking through. I know I got like, I know guys, it's a long show. I think at some point, uh, let's see, unless there's like an outrage, like a, like an actual outrage in the chat. What if we scale the show back to two hours? Would you guys freak out? let's see the outrage in the chat (laughs) because sometimes sometimes we get to the end here and it's like well maybe that should have been 30 minutes shorter you know what i'm saying it kind of it kind of devolves into just uh you know (laughs) whatever the fuck we're doing you know whatever's on our mind tonight you know which which is okay like for me that's fine for you know for you for jay i'm having a good time with you it's no sweat i don't mean it like that i mean it that it most times that's what it devolves into just kind of whatever we're you know whatever's on our mind and it, it kind of derails from the original i don't know like i said what do you guys feel like do you feel like this show should be two and a half hours or two hours and then it's you know kind of tighter and more uh, to the point or do you like when we derail in the third hour and act like idiots <laughs> that's the question <laughs> that's whatever the, that's the question well, what do you prefer what do you prefer i just i just don't like uh like uh, feel like i'm wasting people's time and sometimes i uh, see sherry says i need to go i'm exhausted see I've worn Sherry out. See what I mean? She's like, "Oh God, I can't do it. Stand another minute of this." <laughs> I'm just kidding. Thanks for hanging out with us, Sherry. Have a great night. Yeah, yeah, yeah that's a good one. Play by ear. Like if it uh, if it ends up like uh, I'm laboring, skip it. <laughs> I don't know. Uh, like I said, I, but I know I know some of you plan it. You know, plan on it. So I I don't want to be like, "Oh fuck it, we got nothing to say. I'm out of here." You know, I, like I don't want to do that either because you know some of you, uh, re- literally, actually plan. You know, your evening around, oh, Troubled Minds is on tonight, so I'm going to, you know, that's what I'm going to do. I'm going to hang out, and I'm going to, you know, work in the garage if Beechwood's out there and listen to Troubled Minds. You know what I'm saying? So uh, I kind of don't want to, like, just cut early either. I just don't want cut to cut early either. All right, so we got, there you go. Let's see the outrage in the chat. Three hours or two hours? What do you like on the shows? I do like that uh, kind of being off the radio and just being able to say whatever the fuck comes to your mind, you know, not having to do the transitions and do the kind of carnival barker. You're listening to Trouble Minds and this is Michael Strange. (laughs) You know what I mean? Like I kind of like not having to do that stuff. (laughs) But, uh, you know, it's cool, but it's also cool not doing it. I don't know. Uh, There you go. The the chat, the chat's moving. There you go. You're like, "I'm, I'm taking away the third hour guys and the chat starts booming. (laughs) Looking to hear from you guys. We're kicking it with Jay tonight and uh, just uh, talking about ghosts. And uh, what is this whole ghost business? And, uh, you know, like, uh, is there an actual, uh, an actual, um, well, I don't know, like, what what do you believe about it? That's again, that's really what the so so I kind of frame it to start a conversation, as you know, and so I'm not really trying to, again, tell you anything. You know, most of you guys know this stuff I'm already talking about. So it's really kind of just bringing up those topics and then trying to uh, kind of uh, prompt you into calling and telling me about what you know about it. You know, that's if I'm doing it right, that's what happens. But uh, it doesn't always happen that way. Yeah, there you go. Uh, large march says, Michael, I get lonely when I don't have conspiracy radio at work. That's what I'm saying, right? So like, there's people that literally are like, yeah, sweet, you know, I get three hours of trouble minds tonight while they're at work, you know, or, or, oh, you know, before I go to work or after I come home or that's what I'm saying. I don't know. I feel kind of bad taking away an hour, but I, I hate struggling. I just hate like you know, talking to myself for three hours. And if nobody calls, you know, like, and to you guys credit, like most times we got somebody in here, we got Jay in here tonight. Most times Kelly calls in the third hour, you know, I'm just saying like, if I, if we're literally going for like the third hour and I'm just talking by myself, I'm exhausted. Right. Cause it's, you know, it's kind of like juggle Mike juggle. You know what I mean? And I don't mean like that, like you guys, I just mean like the pressure on myself, you, you start to get, uh, uh, tired. Yeah, these kids are tired. That's all. That, and, and yeah, like I should be doing something else. Uh, let's see. Oh, there we go. Uh, there, there it is. Pr- Promethean reckoning. I see you, buddy. On D says three is good. When Coast to Coast went to two hour blocks, I stopped listening. <laughs> that and Nori sucks at interviewing. <laughs> oh, George Nori. Oh, there you go. See, I told you, man. You start to you, you threaten to take away the third hour while we derail, and the chat lights up. The chat lights up. <laughs> What what, what's your take, Jay? You like the third hour?
0: I love the third hour because people let their minds wander. Yeah,
3: yeah. I think that's part of it too. Is is you you can kind of you know like when we're when we're you know doing the breaks and the radio and all that stuff. I kind of have to not let let people wander too much you know if they're not if they're off topic i got to kind of like uh, either cut them off or kind of put them back on topic but here like who cares you know like we like a lot of times that like uh like uh 40s am says uh to be honest i love the derail and because it, it is you know so, some of our best conversations come in the last 20 minutes of the third hour because we're not even talking about anything that we were talking about in the first two uh yeah 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 it's hey, march says like large march says if it gets slow open in lines to a conspiracy free-for-all do you not listen it's always open to a conspiracy free-for-all mm. literally every show is open for that it's okay so only if you call in in the first two hours and you want to talk about something else i'll entertain it you for you get a few minutes because we can't derail too hard but the third hour shit go ahead whatever you got let's talk about it what do you got jay what kind of conspiracy free for all you got tonight yeah we got your take on the ghosts let's go uh let's go for uh yeah yeah i agree so matt says this third hour is easier for people who curse and that's so so all right now uh, i'm not going to say i'm not going to say it openly but i'm going to imply it so if the only thing i don't like about fringe is exactly that I can, we can, we can, we can, drop F-bombs and it's fine. But the whole point is uh, of being on the digital radio is to get syndicated. Right. And then, so if we're all just saying, you know, fucking this and fucking that the whole time, it'll never happen. So I don't know, but I also kind of don't like that it runs off a lot of people that would call in the first couple hours. You know, I don't like that either. I don't know. Just uh, some open thoughts to the, uh, to the, to the forum out there. I mean,
0: you gotta get the beeper, man. The yeah, it's 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 three thousand wow, wow, wow.
3: it's three thousand bucks <laughs> i
0: saw i saw I, was, I, I saw. you posted it i was like man that's a lot of money it's
3: three grand for the <clears> thing <throat> for, for the is it was it three grand or six grand i don't even know like once it starts th-
0: well the, the first one was three grand and then you were saying you didn't know whether or not that one would work
3: oh right exactly yeah so we're talking about a gizmo to like censor curse words in real time right I don't know. Anyway, like like I said, I, I, I'm not sure it's worth all that. See? See, there you go. Penny says, I miss the old days. When we could third hour derail the entire damn show. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. Yeah. I don't know. I don't know. And there's, you know, but I, you can't please everybody as part of the problem, right? Some people are like, no, I like when you stay on topic. Other people are like, no, I like when you ramble. Like the one guy that left the review. He's like, oh, I don't know. The guy talks fast and he rambles on a lot. I'm like, well, no shit. It's a talk show. Like what? Do you, what the hell do you expect me to do? Fuck sakes! I'll just we'll have like you know twenty minute music breaks. Is that better for you, sir? <laughs> I just don't understand. I just don't understand. I do talk fast. That's legitimate, and I do ramble. That's legitimate. But if you come to, you have I a lot to talk say. Show. But if you listen to a talk show, what the fuck do you expect? Right? Like, come on. Anyway. Let's uh, let's uh, we've only
0: got three hours to get all this info out exactly.
3: That's that's my point. So you got to ramble the shit out of it. You just got to ramble the shit out of it. I don't know. I don't know. Uh, there we go. Let's see. Uh, let's see. Uh, yeah, yeah. Uh, Prometheus Reckoning says, damn, a beeper is 3k would be cheaper just a. Uh, uh, what does that say? Yekinderberg. Fuck anytime someone, <laughs> yeah, no, uh, I don't know. I don't know what you mean with that word, but it would be cheaper to off the person who cursed. <laughs> it's probably what <laughs> you we getting now, right? And then we wouldn't have any cursing. And I'm just kidding. That was a bad joke. But all right. So anyway, we're, we're at the end, Jay. Jay, thanks for hanging out. And guess what? We get to do the outro with Jay. Anyway, I appreciate you hanging out with me tonight. Like I said, it gets laborsome for me. I, I'm, I'm serious, guys. If nobody calls in for the third hour, by like two hours and 30 minutes in, I'm just exhausted. And I, I, I'm just like, fuck. You know like somebody give me a break here and so if nobody calls you see what i'm saying so it is very reciprocal here so that's what i'm saying so thank you jay for hopping on tonight and making the conversation go thanks for uh derailing us a little bit because we need it and i need it and uh you know keep the mind thinking about uh, all kinds of different things but uh let's let's finish up let's finish up
0: you want a quote mike
3: no yeah yeah well how about a final thought and then we'll uh then we'll do a quote after that what, so what, what are your final thoughts on the uh, the spiritual thing, the the solstice, the timing, and the places of uh, the, the spiritual veil being its thinnest?
0: We're probably looking at it, you know. I mean, Native American Indians and even a lot of the Hindu tribes and, you know, even a lot of the religions have special holidays around all of those things. Somebody took the time to build New York City, so it had its Stonehenge event there you know cities are built that way i mean there's a lot of things that are right down that alley i mean maybe it's something we know that we don't know like you were saying that maybe i do see it and stuff like that but i just kind of put it out of the back of my mind like i'm not really noticing it because i'm not really sure what it is and that could be a lot of people you know they just don't they see it but they don't see they don't really see it you know What was that? I don't know. Move right along. Not spend the half an hour. What the hell was that? You know, let the ghost hunters into your building or whatever. (laughs) Yeah, go ahead. Check it out. (laughs) You want, can we come over to your house? No way, man. You are not doing it. You know, two or three days after you guys come over here, man, stuff is going on crazy, man. Uh Uh, There's no way you're coming into my house it's calm and nice and peaceful there if they're there and they're living they got their spot we got our spot they don't change the channel when I'm watching the Yankees game
3: fuck yeah wait wait meaning that uh, wait I I change the channel when the Yankees come on because I hate the Yankees but anyway I'm
0: just I'm from New York you have to watch the Yankees you don't have nothing to talk about while you're at work gotcha
3: gotcha gotcha you gotta be like oh wow a bull bullpen really blew it again last night
2: (laughs) got it yep got it (laughs)
3: That's pretty much the Yankees conversation these days. Uh, okay, all right, all right. So let's see what I mean. We derail like crazy, but it's fine. I kind of agree, right? So I really appreciate, uh, so there's a style, right? So it's a style. It's a stylistic thing when you're kind of just talking free form, and then you start, I do it a lot, but like when you literally just take away all the, uh, fuck the themes, we're just going to talk. It, uh, Your mind goes places they may not otherwise, you know? So like, it's good, but I do ramble a lot for sure. There's no doubt about that. But for fuck's sake, it's, it's, it's a talk show. I don't, if you don't want me talking, I don't know what you want me doing. You know, I like, uh, you want me to dance dance, Michael strange. That's what I'm saying. It's like, come on. NS says, let's fucking go. Fuck that guy, Mike. But you misunderstand. That's not what I'm saying. I'm just saying that like, uh, whatever. (laughs) I'm I'm just saying. Uh, When you, when you, when you uh, run the thing for three full hours and then two and a half hours in, you're still struggling to kind of get more information out and you're tired, it, it becomes laborsome and not, not, not fun for me anymore. You know, the, the, the fun level starts to impact. and, And so as a result, I'm like, fuck it, let's just end it right now. You know, anyway. Uh, what quote you got Jay like I said it's okay I agree I kind of like just shooting the shit at the end but some people don't and that's why I kind of put it out there and asked and uh, we got some good chat here I'm going to read this I'm going to read this to get it on the stream for posterity Tam says third hour is the fuck it hour it's the best there you go (laughs) Uh, there you go let's see Uh, there you go Uh, Vicky says uh, let's see Uh, Tam says three hours please why you want to ruin my life (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> exactly that's what I mean I'm not trying to ruin anybody's life I, I appreciate the enthusiasm Christopher says I look forward to hear you all in the background it's like we're hanging out with you all and aren't alone have a good night everyone thank you uh, that's that's nice that's what I mean right it's like uh, even though I'm struggling to talk about things sometimes it's um, and I, and I don't mean it like maybe you sense it maybe you do I'm sure you guys do but uh, uh, there you go. Adonis says, keep shows at three hours. Vicky says, we accept your rambling, mic. <laughs> Thank you. That's very nice. <laughs> Tim says, I'll make a more conscious uh, effort to call in in the third hour. Uh, no, that's what I'm saying. Like, I'm not trying to twist anybody's arm either. It's not like that. I, I, please trust me. I just don't want to, uh, I don't want to bore you. How about that? That's literally what happens is I, I feel like in, you know, the two-point, four or five hours to go where, you know, we've been at this two and a half plus hours that you guys are sick of me. You know what I'm saying? Like, uh, cause you know why? You know why? Cause I'm sick of me. (laughs) That's why. (laughs) (laughs) So, so maybe it's all internal. I don't know. Like I said, just looking for feedback. It's okay. It's okay. It's okay. It's okay. Yeah. Yeah. See, there you go. Now this is exactly it. Mary says this, I'd be exhausted reading through all those articles and then having YouTube to discuss, uh, I'd be dead by the end of the night. And that's what happens. So, so I'm not like physically tired, but it kind of drains you a little bit mentally. And then, so as we go on, I start to feel like I'm less on my game. And so as a result, I'm wasting your time. You see what I'm saying? So I'm cool. Just rambling. But you, you feel what I'm saying, so that's why I'm kind of throwing it out there. Um, let's see. Uh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> there you go. Matt says, "Stay on topic during fringe third hours for Kelly." <laughs> there you go. There you go. But but Mary Mary's got it. That's exactly it. it it's a little bit exhausting. And uh, there you go. And uh, see, Penny. Look at this. Look at all. The, look at all the love coming out. Uh, Penny says, "I I could listen to you for six hours, Mike. That's very nice. Thank you guys. Thank you guys." Thank you guys. It's it's not about me worrying. I just you know if I'm laboring and I feel like I'm sick of myself, I feel like it translates. And you guys are like, <laughs> I'm out of here. And it shows the numbers drop. <laughs> the numbers drop. People are like fuck it. I'm out of here. But anyway, it's okay. Like I said, you can't please everybody. All right, let's do the outro, Jay. You got a quote, buddy. You got a quote.
0: I, well, I, I've got a couple. I mean, uh, okay. Do the first back and forth between two though. Do them both.
3: Do the first one, then we'll do the music, and you do the second one. You choose the order.
0: Arr. Okay. I am the enemy because I like to think that I can read. I'm into the freedom of speech and the freedom of choice. I'm the kind of like guy who likes to sit in a greasy spoon and wonder, gee, should I have a T-bone steak or a jumbo rack of ribs with a side order of gravy fries? I want high cholesterol. I want to eat bacon and butter and buskets of cheese. Okay? I want to smoke a Cuban-sized cigar in Cincinnati in the non-smoking section. I want to run through the streets naked with green Jello all over my body, reading Playboy magazine. Why? Because I suddenly might feel the need to do it. Okay. Okay. And I That's know Dennis Leary. Call- Dennis Leary. I was about
3: to say I saw that because you shared it. In the- Dennis Leary said that. Yeah. And he's fucking right. The guy's fucking right. Look. The point is, it doesn't matter if it's cra- if it seems crazy. Freedom means you have the ability to do it. That's what it means, and we'll get we'll get back to some of that stuff too. We'll we'll get back to some of that uh, freedom talk. I know it makes us revolutionaries, but holy shit, somebody needs to say it. Uh, 40's AM says third hour plus free talk plus whiskey equals ratings. <laughs> <There we go. laughs> Cheers to that, sir. Cheers to that, sir. Uh, yes, sir. There you go. NS says I'm down to hear you rant about <laughs> random bullshit in the third hour. Mike, there it is. There it is. All right. All right. Uh, that's fine. Okay. So how about this? How about we accept that we'll do a third hour, but I, I, I implore you to not be disappointed if I suck in the third hour. How about that? <laughs> I think as long as we come to an understanding, guys, I think we're okay. All right, so that's a, that was a good quote, and that is spot on. We need to talk about more freedom soon. We have not got to mix in a freedom show now and then. All right, so let's do. A, let's uh, play some outro music and give us the give us the final quote for the night, sir.
0: This is the one I pulled out because of what the topic of the show was. To the earth and those who lie beneath. To the past we are about to walk and to those who tread them before us the homes we will enter and to whom they once housed to the city and its echoes no, we come in blessing and we wish you only peace that's the thing that the little girl said before the ghost hunter tripped in the temple she was just it's a little prayer that they say to make sure you don't pick up any bad juju when you go away so I just remember when you're playing with things like that you be careful
3: can you do me a favor and, and post that in the, in the in the discord I'd appreciate that there's a little prayer from Jay about when we're going away bad things don't get us Uh, And because we're finishing right now, uh, I think it's a a nice way to end this. And uh, thank you. Thank you for listening. Thanks for hanging out. Like I said, I do talk fast. I do ramble. I kind of don't care. (laughs) I kind of don't
2: care.
3: (laughs) Like I said, I don't want to bore you. I don't want to waste your time. That's all. That's, That's all it is. So uh, as we finish, like I said, thank you so much for all the appreciation. Thanks for all the uh, thoughtful chat. Thanks for all the thoughtful calls. Thanks for hanging out with us tonight, Jay. Thanks for hanging out with us, everybody. Like I said, I know, I know you could be doing a million things right now, and instead you're right here with us. And it means a lot. I promise you it does. Thanks again. Remember, tuesday wednesday thursday 7 p.m pacific monday and friday which means tomorrow we're gonna do 3 p.m we'll do trouble minds news with michael strange and uh otherwise what's up you guys know the drill be sure be strong be true anything to add jay for my actual outro outro
0: Fantastic show after fantastic show. Mike. don't give up, man. Thanks man. really. You're no, doing no, it's a great like job.
3: That. It's not like that. Thank you. Thank you. All right. Appreciate that. Like I said, all the love. Look at that. I threatened to pull away the third hour and the love starts pouring. I'm not trying to do that. I just want honest feedback is all. I appreciate it guys. Thank you for listening. I appreciate each and every one of you. Thanks for the Patreon, the patrons, Patreon. Thanks for the support on Twitch. Thanks for listening. Thanks for spreading the word. Thanks for all the thoughtful chat and the phone calls. Thank you, thank you, thank you. And I promise I'm not running for office, but thank you anyway. From our troubled minds to yours, have a great night.